Folk Hogan is in L.A. today recording at the Warner Brothers L.A. East studio. Holy cow, that's awesome. got a record deal, you guys. That's his new one, right? No, this is Folk Hogan. Wait, they got a Warner Brothers record deal? Yep. Oh, that's fucking... Well, okay, I'm not going to say that's fucking awesome, because I know some other guys that got a a record deal through Warner, and Warner fucked them royally. So hopefully... Uh, the guys, Nick and those guys are, are a little bit smarter. They're older. They're for sure older than, than these guys were back in that day. So, um, hopefully they, they didn't get fucked over in the deal. So like this guy, like uh, it's Joel Pack, um, and, and, uh, it was broke city and he lost rights to his own music that he wrote. Like that's, that's the kind of fuckage that they, they did. So way awesome way awesome and we don't thank Folk Hogan enough for doing this song for us or doing the intro and outro for us so uh, thank you guys seriously and if, if you like that go listen to their shit it's really good or listen to I know Nick does a bunch of solo stuff uh, he's, good. and he's really good um, he could have his own damn deal as well um, but uh, we love Folk Hogan and this is the new Utah podcast it is episode 129 129 been doing this shit for over two years uh, every week no repeats, no best ofs, because basically I'd be too fucking lazy to do a best of. It's easier to record a podcast <laughs> than, dance than it is to edit a best of. That's actually a lot of work, and it's not the kind of work that I'm into doing. Uh, so, I don't know. Like, I, I cut a bunch of shit for Peter. It took me months to actually get to it. Did you send it to him? Yeah, fucking forever ago. Oh. I sent it to you to send to him. Forever ago. I promise. There's a big file that I said, this is for Peter, because I don't have Peter's direct contact. Oh, I definitely never got that. Uh Uh-oh. That's not good. Sorry, Peter. Oh, my God. Now he probably thinks I'm an asshole. Yeah, I never got that. He he might not have listened to us for a while, because he's been doing that that whole World War I thing uh, out in France, the memorial thing. That that got dedicated on Sunday. Yeah, really cool. Uh, And uh, Stupid Fuckface was down there getting chewed out by Macron for being a uh, nationalist nationalist piece of shit. But uh, that's not what this podcast is about. (laughs) This podcast is about all things Utah. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Uh, Hopefully you like what you hear, and that's why you're listening. And uh, if this is your first time we do swear a little bit just once in a while also Uh, me and chris um but uh it's about utah and what's amazing about utah um because we love utah and sometimes we talked about the fucked up side of utah um we'll talk a little bit about some bullshit that's going on right now uh today but uh we also have a couple great guests some amazing women that live in the state of utah uh kat umano and uh kiki furia from the uh, slc sit down podcast which is a, a a relatively new show but uh, I would encourage you to go listen to it. Um, and after you hear them talk to us, you'll probably want to go listen to it. So, um, that being said, uh, can, we, can we talk about this real quick? Do we want to talk about that right now? Do we, or do we want to wait? I mean, I don't care. We didn't really discuss this. I think that was yeah. bad planning on our part. <laughs> well, so I'm just going to go in the show over cause I had some stuff. Okay. Happening. Okay. We did some things this weekend. So Jeremy was at our house. Uh, we knocked out the stairs. We I say we. I didn't do a goddamn thing. You did thing. too. You did this. You helped the, a little bit. You helped with a few things. No, not really. 
You I did the really mortar and the, the metal thing. I hung out with Jeremy's wife. Jeremy's wife did more work than I did on our <laughs> stairs. She did a better job with with uh, the, the nail yeah, gun than Jeremy, Yeah, she's better at the nail gun than you are by far. That's that's. It's not even a close. On the six stairs, she made like five boo-boos, and on the three stairs, you made like six boo-boos. Yeah, that's okay. I'm, I'm, not, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Jeremy's an architect, not a contractor. <laughs> I used the saws. I thought overall my cuts were pretty good. No, I think you get it. The, the, the stairs turned out fantastic. So we... We, but the, here's what happened with the stairs. So the cats were afraid of them. <laughs> They're still afraid so, of them. So Boone is fine with them now. Like he's up and down. He Scarlet has. So the first night, uh, Scarlet was up in our room, uh, and at like four thirty in the morning, was hot, like caterwauling, meowing. She was super sad because she couldn't get downstairs. Because she, I don't. Bree thinks she she might be partially blind. She could not see the stairs because they're so dark and it's dark and they were new and <laughs> we're pretty sure it's because she couldn't see the stairs. She's not come up into the room since at night. So we're thinking that she's she can't really see it. So tomorrow we're going to try and get a little night light to kind of show her that the stairs still exist at night. They're not gone. They're still there. They were freaking out when I was over here, though. Yeah, they were On both Saturday. just crying. They were not happy with the yeah. the the it compressor. Was, it was rough. It was rough for them. Yeah. Um, but that was that was most of the weekend for us. Uh, it was also Bree's birthday this weekend. Uh, she celebrates uh, the same day veterans do. Um, we got to watch a soccer game and watch RSL lose. Um, oh, they lost. Darn it. The dinner was good. I mean, Are they out now? Yeah, they're out. that was the playoffs. That was they're it. Out. So they're they're done. Yeah. Well, I mean, on one hand, they got farther than they anybody thought they were. Yeah, I think so. It was a good game. I mean, they lost with a valiant effort. So. Yeah, I can't complain about the performance. They they really put it out there, so it wasn't as lackluster as some of the other games have been. Um, but that was that was our weekend. We have other stuff to talk about. But I'm curious what you guys did for. I know most you know of what you did, did, Jeremy. But what about you, Jess? I worked, and I helped my family move. Oh, are your parents done with their house? Is that the moving you did, or mostly? That's cool. Yep. Bef- right before the holidays, it'll probably be feel good for them to be back in their be back in their their digs. And Hopefully. Stuff. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Any fun roommate news? Because that's what I'm always looking for. You have extremely fun roommate stories sometimes. No. Fun for me, never fun for you. By the way. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Damn it! Back to normal. normal <laughs> this is bullshit. How do I get one of your roommates addicted to heroin? <laughs> I, I feel like that or meth one or the other because i feel like one that of those things up yeah it was definitely definitely get them i mean maybe they start hooking out of your house like <laughs> in eagle mountain yeah hey <laughs> dude, people got needs even in eagle like, mountain utah that's very true utah may be super mormon but we also have the highest porn use rate in the, in the nation so i'm uh, just throwing that out there no cakes jess this has been the slowest cake season in like a year. Well, by uh, that's because I don't have time between two jobs and yeah. a podcast. Put a halt on yeah. the cakes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it is what it is. Uh, she'll pick them back up at some point. You can't not do cakes. Someone will ask and be like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Like actually, no. I turned one down next week. Yeah, but but someone like if I asked, would you do it? It depends on that one, that, <laughs> that one that you did for for a cat, Martin. That was cool. I liked that one. Oh, you did a cake for cat? I didn't see that cake. I did. What was it? Was it, it was her a, artwork? No, it was a greatest showman cake. That's oh, what you wanted. Cool. I'll have to go look at your Instagram because I'm sure it's there. That would that was not in my feed when I was taking a shit and looking at Instagram. Apparently <laughs> this week because that's when I that's when Instagram gets. Was it this week? I don't know when it was. 
was a couple of weeks ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like I'm saying, I'll have to go look specifically for it now. It was but, around uh, Halloween time. So anyway, so a couple other things that I thought were, were worth talking about that we've done recently. So um, Bree and I went to two Utah restaurants. I don't think they exist outside of Utah anyway. Um, so we went to Slapfish a couple weeks ago, and we didn't talk about that. Uh, so Slapfish is over. Actually, both of these are over in basically the same area uh, east of the Southtown Mall. So I've, Slap- I've seen them. I've seen both of them. I've, just, I've good. been to them. Slapfish is really good. Uh, if you like fish, if you don't like fish, probably don't want to go there. Yeah, but there's nothing else. What on kind there. of like what? Like lobster rolls. Lobster rolls, shrimp, shrimp rolls. They have uh, fish and chips. Kelly McGrath's that went out of business used uh, to be. No, because no. it's more like a quick service style gotcha. restaurant. You go order and they bring it out to you. Um, you know, they do they do grilled fish as well. They always have some special. Like the fish day. tacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a, so it's all fish. Um, but it was really good. Um, didn't stink, which was which is always a plus when you walk into a place that's all fish. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. I had a, a grilled shrimp po' boy, essentially, and, uh, or shrimp roll or whatever you want to call it. And Brie had a uh, bit of fish and chips. It was good. It was good. Uh, and then today for lunch, Brie and I got to eat lunch together actually today because she had a training down by my office. Uh, and we went to the doghouse finally. I got to go to the doghouse. That's is... where I sent you that sign from that said, I love wieners. I love wieners. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> have you? I know we, we've talked about, have you actually been to the doghouse before, Jess? Nope. So I'm a huge hot dog fan, and especially now that I've made some of my own sausages and stuff, uh, really good hot dogs, actually. I was really, really happy with with. I had dog. a corn dog, and it was delicious. Is it kind of a fast food-ish uh, sort it's of? It's another or? quick service place, so like they make their own wieners and stuff, and they cook them to order. Uh, so like they, they have a display case with raw stuff there that you pick. and With raw wieners? Uh-huh. Yeah. You yeah. pick the wiener you want? No, 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 but they're just on display. And they also have a whole bunch of meatless stuff. They have burgers, fries, tots, you know, just that kind of food. But cool. it was really good. I was I was quite happy with, with both experiences. Um, a little on the slower side, but that's okay. Uh, although I will say if you are going to do a lunch crowd, you probably ought to figure out how to speed that up a little bit. It took like 30 minutes. Uh, was it packed? A, no, not really. Oh. For a it quick was service. pretty full by the time like, we left, but not when we got there. Yeah, but it, but like they all came kind of at once, like right after twelve, like you would expect. And That's they, why they call it the lunch crowd. They had a hard time getting everything out, hmm. so. Um, that's my only complaint, but it wasn't, I mean, it was just longer than I would have expected to wait, but it was definitely worth the wait. It was good. It was for, for sure good. So, um, and then, um, the only other thing I want to talk about, uh, well, we'll talk about it in news. So what about you guys? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? That's a waste of our time. Cause what I talk about, did you, is did you get to run all your lawnmowers out of gas? Oh yeah. On Saturday? So after, after, yes. Oh, that's what I did Saturday morning. So after I got done with stars, I went back and fired up all the lawn equipment and got everything winterized. So do you just run them or do you actually do something with them? Well, no. Yeah, well, okay. So do you pour out the gas into the storm drain? <laughs> <laughs> you like laugh, but I know into, you, I can fucking see you're doing it now. I guess. Into his pool. Like you're supposed to. No, no. So what I did is the last time we mowed, which was last Thursday, uh, we just didn't top off. And so they were all pretty low. So what I did is I just take all of them out. I just take all the equipment, start all of them, and then mow with the, grabbed one, mowed with it till the gas ran out, grabbed the next. It just made my way. That's what I did Saturday because I don't like raking leaves, so I just mow them. Yeah. And Plus, then I, I think it's better for the yard if you do And that then I take the power washer and clean them up, power wash them, 
then put them on the trailer and put them away for the season. Do you want to bring your power washer over to my house? Hey, you can borrow it. Tell you what. I'll just bring it on over. <laughs> power wash mine. It works. Really, really, all it is is just a garden hose attached to your air pressure thing, right? Your no, I have an actual, I have an actual, actual pressure washer. Pressure washer, yeah. So I clean off the bottom. And then come spring, I'll change out all the filters, change the oil, and put new blades on everything. Yeah, I, but, yeah. Mine's on its last leg. It has a hard time starting. And I'm, I, <laughs> I, I think it's probably ready to just be... Like, the handle's fucking broken. The... Uh, it's probably ready to be retired. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's it's probably it's at least ten years old, if not older than that. I can't remember if that's the one we brought from the old house or if we got a new one when we moved here. But I would pretty much guarantee if that was new when you moved here, it it was treated like shit initially. So well, it does get kind of left out in the weather. So, but. Uh, Mine last, so I have two mowers that have lasted six years. That's the longest I've ever. This one's yeah, lasted. But you use yours a lot more than we use ours. This, this one's lasted ten. So the other one's two years old. Do you buy them at Savers? No, those I don't. These are <laughs> these are eight hundred dollar mowers. These are the ones that you can stand on and ride, or do you push them all? They're all no, they're self propelled though, and they mulch, and they've got different speeds and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But so anyway. Uh, yeah, there's that. Jess, do we have some events to talk about before we get into the crazy bullshit going on in Utah right now? Yes, there are events. Would you Let's like talk to about them? you and me? No. Let's I talk asked, about events. I asked about them because I don't want to hear them. That's what I thought. That's what I asked. <laughs> I was just, I was like preempting the interruption. So We've got the day of things coming um, up. It doesn't make the interruption as fun if you preempt it. I'm on to you. <laughs> Finally. Um, so last week, she has sensed a pattern. It's taken two week. years, but we are here. Last week, we talked about the Provo Vintage Holiday Market. I highly suggest going. I went to the Urban Flea Market last weekend and found some awesome stuff. And if you really want a, like a cool vintage fill for your Christmas and your Thanksgiving, this will be a good place to go. It's on the 16th and 17th at the Utah Valley Convention Center, which is in Provo. That's so why it's the Provo Vintage Holiday Market. Is that where you got that little um, house, the coconut house? Yes. But that coconut house used to be at Treasures that I, I go to all the time. And it's adorable. And I Not the Treasures in Vegas. Different Treasures. Different. That's a good <laughs> yes. Treasures, though. They, <laughs> yes. they have some Treasures. So <laughs> this weekend, there are two awesome events that you can support some of our friends the green urban lunchbox release is happening on the 17th we've talked about it all year i still have so here's the thing i drink so little nowadays i still have two bottles of cider up in my fridge well this is a very specific release that green urban does with mountain west cider and five dollars of every bottle goes back to the green urban lunchbox which if you guys we did an episode with green urban lunchbox some time ago uh if you have trees that you don't give a shit about or you want someone to take care of for you uh call them now and set it and up they're, and they're all local apples in this in this pressing so so it's, it's all awesome. apples it's not it's not apples and pears just apples i think it's all apples yeah was it last year's apples and pears i don't fucking know i thought they did all, I, I thought so they i need did to go day. i need to go get some basically because uh, basically yes on saturday and it can sit in my fridge for months as well because i just don't i'm not drinking much at all anymore so, so also on saturday slug magazine's bruce stillery event is happening and it is at the union event center it's $20 in advance or $25 at the door. You get a commemorative mug and five drink tickets. 
And it's a local beer and spirits fest, so it's 21 and over. And they are going to have over 31 brewers and distillers that are local that will be represented there. Mm. Some of our favorites, Talisman, Mountain West, Sugar House, Water Pocket. I need to start drinking. Keto's Vernal Brewing will be there. That's the (laughs) only thing I'm picking up from this is I need to drink more. (laughs) Um, If you... Didn't get your tickets to the Heber Creeper North Pole ride. You might be too late. I didn't check an update on ticket availability, but that's the same thing with the Blue October concert. By the way, (laughs) that shit sold out. Um, Next week, uh, as Jeremy said, is Thanksgiving. Yay! One of my favorite holidays. I'm getting my turkey. Uh, (laughs) On the twenty fourth is the opening of the Ogden Christmas Village. If you haven't been up there, it's really awesome. They basically turned that whole area into just like a North Pole village. And this year's theme is trains. So every little village piece will have something that has to do with trains in it. On the 24th, they have an electric parade. First, they have a run, which it's so cold. So God bless anybody that can run. There was somebody. Look, let me throw this out It was 21 degrees this this morning and someone was out running. jumped into a frozen lake, (laughs) not once, but twice. So don't fucking say anything about people running in the cold. Yeah, and that lasts like 30 seconds versus racing, which is like At least when you're racing, your body's warm because you're running. Anyway, so those cottages go till <laughs> January, and I'll probably do it again this year. You're so. fucking crazy. You are crazy. Okay, Festival of Trees is coming up, and I know that we talked about it the last two years, but it's a really important event in our community that the proceeds all go to Primary Children's Hospital really from cool. every food cell, from every tree cell, from every um, like little gift that is there that you can purchase. So I'm going to throw this out there. So Breeze, Breeze, ex-niece? I don't know what to call her. But anyway, one of the girl's cousins, uh, she had... She's uh, still my niece. I still consider her my niece because her mother still likes me even though her father doesn't. Yeah, well... (laughs) Anyway, so she, when she was younger, she had um, serious problems and... uh, She had some hip dysplasia. They they had to basically break her hip and reconstruct it multiple times at Primary Children. So she's... No, she was at Shriners. Shriners. Oh, whatever. It's the same difference. No, it's um, no, it's completely I know they're different. different. <laughs> I know they're different, but uh, they don't have Jennifer Aniston making ads for them. <laughs> but my my, but my point is though, children's hospitals need your support. Yeah, because the, they do a lot of this stuff completely free or at a very reduced cost for families because it's really really expensive uh, to do a lot of this stuff. But the reason I bring it up is she is raising uh, money so that she can give back, and she's gonna she's planning a trip to. I don't know, Fiji or something to yep, to, to help Fiji. to help uh, build after Hurricane Winston. William, yeah, there's a big giant typhoon. Something with a W it. or something. A giant typhoon that hit the 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 island of Fiji, and she's they haven't fully recovered. Like two years later, and so she is uh, going out there to help. And Most of the major sports teams do trees too, so you have a chance to yeah. buy that real tree. Well, and we Bree's Bree's office always buys a tree. You don't have a real tree. A lot of times, Bree ends up bringing some of the festival of tree stuff home from her office because we put so at the end. So we we get a a new tree every single year, and then they they decide how it's going to be divvied up. So it might be like the whole tree and like some side light things. Cause I don't know if we've talked about specifically, but the it festival just, of trees aren't always just trees. Like chainsaw, oh, yeah. and you get this piece of tree. <laughs> you get this Go branch. Oh. 
<laughs> but they're, they're, they're themes. And so sometimes you get like last year, there was a big fuzzy blanket and that's what I happened to win. Um, there are pillows sometimes little toys that they set under trees. I mean, it's, it's not a just whole a it's all presentation. Yeah. So not only are you supporting the kids, but you get this whole thing. So if, Let's say, let's say this, you're a newlywed this year and you're in a house or an apartment for the first time with your, you know, your, your husband or wife or significant other or whatever you want to call them. And you're like, we, gosh, we need a tree and we need decoration. We don't have any decorations or whatever. This is a great place to go and, and get started because you can go and you just bring it home and you just lay it out and bam, you, your house is Christmas-fied. They auction them? So they do the night before on the 27th, but I don't know if any, I don't think just anybody can go to that, but there are always trees that still need to be purchased over that. Um, it's the 28th to the 1st. So. so it's a big fundraiser. Yeah. Please, you know, if you can participate. Yeah. I did one a few years ago. It was awesome. Um, so I found you donated this. donated one or you bought one? I donated one. Oh. I built one for a gal that I worked with that passed away from like a really rare disease that she had. So. I just did a little tree for her. Um, it was a gingivitis. No, it actually, <laughs> it actually is <laughs> a, I can't remember the name, Charles something, but it basically is like cirrhosis of the liver without ever drinking alcohol. Oof. Yeah. It's like so. water. Water fucks up your liver. Like yeah. You're just screwed. Yeah. Anyway, so one one more really cool event that Silicone Slopes is doing on the 28th. It's called Dot dot con pitch day and what they're doing is they are putting out to entrepreneurs who have you have to have a product or a working prototype already um, you can go to the application which is at the dot crew dot com forward slash pitch they are taking 25 people and they will narrow that down to seven people after that that will be chosen to pitch in front of judges and investors. You don't have to go to pitch something. You can just go because it's from 12 to 3.30 and you can just go and like learn about the whole process and whatnot. But I just thought this was a really awesome event. It'll be like Shark Tank? Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they'll put you yep. in front of a bunch of VC people. Yep. Um, I actually think that my business partner is involved in that, so. I wouldn't be surprised. He's one of that. the judges? Well, uh, he might be, because he's actually an adjunct professor up at uh, the U, uh, and he's been offered positions huh. elsewhere in the state. Um, he teaches entrepreneurial classes, and, and that's a lot of what they do is, is learn how to pitch ideas to VC. So Cool. That's all. Uh, that's it. Well, so, okay, I'm going to ask you about Turkey Day. Uh, that's my favorite holiday for anyone that has not listened to us before. The last two years. Um, yeah. I mean, I talk about it a lot because I love Thanksgiving. It's a great holiday. We get to celebrate putting down Native Americans. And uh, I'm just kidding. That's wow. not it at all. I'm sorry. No. Uh, it's Chris just likes to cook and he likes to entertain. I like to cook. I like to entertain. I like that with... Thanksgiving, at least in my family and growing up, there are no preconceived notions. It's just about spending time together. Uh, there's, you're not fucking expected to bring anything. You're not expected to give anyone anything or open presents. It's you don't have to fucking get up at six a.m. to be somewhere or open presents with your kids. You get to sleep in. You get to eat until you're fat and watch football. Uh, and if you're already fat, you get to eat extra, and then you get to eat like six times a day. Uh, and it's good food generally. Um, or you can work. 
That's, I'm, I apologize to anyone that works on that. And now I'm that happy sucks. because it's an excuse for my kids to come home because yeah. I haven't seen them in a long time. So how are you doing your turkey this year? Same as Smoky. I always do. Smoking, Smoking it. it up. If you want, Jeremy, I can teach you how to properly smoke a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, so in what I do with the turkey, it's a long process. That's what I was saying. I have to get it tomorrow so I can make sure it's thought out properly. Um, you you buy it? Yeah, absolutely. So you don't, first off, you don't ever smoke a turkey more than 14 pounds. Like that's just, yeah. It, it's yeah, not I think you guys had right. that part of the discussion already. Yeah, so Probably. I brine it. Uh, once it thaws out, uh, I make a brine. It's got molasses and... 24-hour brine? Full day. So I get a big old giant Ziploc bag from like uh, Walmart is the only place I've been able to find them. Um, but it holds like like 20 gallons or something. It's like a trash bag with a Ziploc top, basically. <laughs> so you put the turkey in there, you put the brine in there, uh, and you throw it in a cooler with a bag of ice on top of it, basically, and leave it there for 24 hours. I've um, done mine in in the big in the big cooler yeah just fill the, just fill the, yeah, fill the whole big cooler yeah. up with the brine that's really disgusting and messy to clean out it is uh, the bag's easy because i just i've never found a bag big enough i guess i'll, I'll show you i've got i've got i think i have i think you, they come in threes the, the uh, box I but think, i'll, I'll show you what they are they are hard to find um and like i said the only place i bet you can find them on amazon but yeah. anyway, so I uh, I'll brine the turkey, uh, and then when it comes out of the brine, um, is is usually the the morning of um, uh, you dry it off, and then I inject it. So I inject it primarily with like a Cajun style butter, so garlic, butter, chicken stock, um, and then Cajun seasoning, and always always Louisiana hot sauce. So that's like Tabasco style hot sauce, basically. Um, and then uh, inject it a few times, a lot in the breast and the thighs. Um, I will shove shit in its cavity. So like apples, apples onions, celery, carrots. Not um, that we're going to eat. Not going to eat it. It's purely for flavor. Yep. So like herb bundles. Uh, and then I season all over. So I actually spray it with oil. Usually I either rub it with like an olive oil or I'll spray it with like cooking spray. Uh, and then season the hell out of it. And then I throw it in the smoker. Usually like three and a half to four hours, depends on the size of the bird, but right. at a high temp, as high as my smoker goes, which I think is 275, um, and and smoke it for like three hours. But always with a probe, I'm always it's temperature-based, so right. it takes how long it takes. The beautiful thing is you can pull it off the smoker and you let it rest. If you wrap it in foil, it can rest for hours and it stays warm for the most part. So if it gets done a little early, it's not the end of the world. Well, that, that's the good thing about uh, doing it in the cooler without just having the brine in the cooler is we, we've talked about this before. We have smoking towels. Like, so we have towels that Chris keeps that he puts I've at the bottom. I've got a cooler that's pretty much fucking ruined for anything but smoking because of how much it smells like smoke. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, and then we put everything back in what was once keeping it cold. Now, you put it back in there. With a couple towels and it stays warm for a long time. And the cool so. thing about being able to smoke it is it leaves your oven open all day. So for like everything else. Yeah. Because I know that there's some, you know, privileged assholes out there that have two ovens in their houses. I wish I was. But we home. we don't. Um, and we opted against the double oven that Samsung made because we, we considered it for a minute or two. But, you know, you have to kind of figure out, okay, what can go in? When can it go in? What can cool down? What can't cool down? All that kind of shit. And it's this 
takes the turkey out of that equation. So anyway, so enough talking about Turkey Day. Turkey talk. Um, I will talk about, so uh, Kearns, uh, Ochre Park Fitness Center, which is where we go to the gym, has been closed since Saturday. Monday. Oh, yeah, Saturday. Uh, so they have built this huge new wing. We actually talked about uh, Derek Parra. It was Derek Parra we talked to about it. Yeah. Um, about uh, the new building that Kearns is building. And like half of it is, is being basically donated to the U.S., speed skating uh, for uh, the Olympic team to use for training. So we've seen, I've seen a lot of the, the designs and stuff. It's a really cool facility. The other half of it is, is more space for the Kearns Rec Center, which we desperately needed. Um, but they, because they're closing the old room, they closed the old room on Saturday, like equipment started disappearing because they've been selling it off because they're not taking any of the old equipment to the new space. They bought all new equipment. But instead of making people wait until Saturday, like we showed up <laughs> on like Tuesday or Wednesday and there was like a bike and Bunch some treadmills missing and then like the next day there was some more <laughs> missing. I'm like, if we show up one day and there's no equipment, we're going to have to turn around and go home. So we've had to come up with creative solutions at home for exercise the last few days. We've done some Fruit Ninja and some uh, Zumba this morning. Really, really, really awkward Zumba. Um, <laughs> so yeah. But uh, speaking of the uh, the U.S. Olympic team, um, so we, we're still trying to get the U.S.'s bid for the Winter Olympics in probably 2030, it sounds like. Um, we I were, thought it was 2020. Uh, the stuff I read said 2030, but it could, be, it could be... T- 2020 seems awfully close. I thought that one was already oh, signed. Yeah, that's already signed. 2026? So 2026, maybe. Maybe it's 26. No, it'd have, be, it'd have to be 2024. Yeah, I don't know. Let's I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. Between 2030. Yeah, yep. 2030. So uh, it was going to be earlier. It wasn't earlier games, but I think they held off and decided to go later. So it was it was narrowed down to basically three cities, um, us, Denver, and Tahoe. Reno, Tahoe. Reno, Tahoe, which great for Winter Olympics. Uh, if you ever been to Reno, you probably don't want the rest yep. of the world to see it. So What are, what are they going to do for like hotels and stuff? It doesn't matter. They've in. dropped out. Um, uh. and, and basically what they said is as much as we think we could do it and we want to do it the truth is it's it's too much of a stretch for us at this at this shorter juncture um, so they, they perhaps will vie for it later down the road um, but so now it's basically Salt Lake and Denver for the U.S.'s bid to host. Um, doesn't mean we're going to get it. Um, but the U.S., I mean, Salt Lake's very attractive for it because of what we have. Uh, and it was run so successfully here. Uh, and our Golden Boy is going to be in the Senate um, as a result. Uh, so, <laughs> But also, uh, the University of Utah has just approved... Uh, a a uh, non-public bond, so basically it's going to move into uh, a second phase to expand Rice Eccles. So when they built the stadium, the new stadium years ago, that was something that they always intended to do, was if it got to a certain point, they were going to expand it. Uh, so basically right now it holds about 45000 They want to expand it to, I think, 51000 um, It is one of the smallest stadiums in the Pac-12. Um, well, and they did expand it when we got the Olympics. Yeah. It said... The capacity is approximately 45,800, although it held 47,825 for the football game against the University Basically, of Michigan. Basically, they offered a bunch of standing room tickets. 
Um, and yes, 51,000 seats. Yeah. So not like when you think of expansion going from 45 to 51, 6,000 seats doesn't seem huge. Are they just putting it down on the south end? Like putting... They're going to build more levels. Yeah. I think oh, because I was going to say, how are they going to go out on the end? They're also going to be adding more premium seating. So they're probably going to build up on one of the other sides. So they have the press They'd have box. to go into the parking lot, I would guess. They can't go out. No, no, no. They're just going to add up. up. Oh, yeah. just up. So that's part of the thing is they have to get plans approved and stuff like that. And it's it's like an $80 million expansion or something. It's really fucking expensive. Um, but they basically said, you know, as long as our sellouts continue, it makes sense to do it. And that's absolutely true from a financial standpoint. It makes sense. Also, it makes us more appealing for the Olympics if it's already done. Right. If it's already in process and it's not something that the Olympic Committee is going to have to, like, pay for. So... I thought that was kind of cool. Just a little bit of update. That's something um, very much uh, on the uh, on the way for Utah. And I like every time there's a story about the Olympics, they show the fucking downtown skyline with all the Olympic stuff that they hang, all the banners that they put up on the downtown skyline. Uh-huh. Like every time. It doesn't matter which news outlet runs the story. It's <laughs> it always cool. pictures of that stuff. It looks cool. I mean, it was cool. It was cool back in 2000 when they did that. So when RSL was playing, they were project they projected the shield up onto a building. Yeah, that was cool. I think that was just on the Broadway. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. It was still really cool. <laughs> All right. So last week was not the election results show week because the election was going on. Um, and it's still not the election results show. still not really. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of is. But I, I do want to talk about it, and we're going to talk somewhat at length. I don't know that we really have much else to talk about besides our, our conversation with our guest tonight because there's a lot of stuff going on. So first thing I want to do is check in uh, with some of the elections from, from folks that we had on the show. So we had... Um, First, Shireen, I think, was the first of all of them on the show this year, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Shireen did lose. Um, I, there's not a snowball's chance in hell she wins at this point. She did have 30... 37%. 30, yeah. She did really well here, just... Utah County basically, like, killed her. Well, I And mean, the southern counties. Yeah, if you look at results by county for her uh, election... I mean, Salt Lake County, she did well. She actually did fairly well in Tooele County. Uh, no, she did not. I lied. That was not her. <laughs> um, uh, so she did really well in um, Salt Lake County. She did okay in Tooele County. Um, but Salt Lake County is only about 75,000 votes or so uh, out of that whole grouping, which is like 250,000 roughly. I wonder so. if it's just because people didn't get to it hear her and know who she was because I would think anybody that, that saw her saw any of her press conference she's so awesome and well that's one of the that's one of the things that's tough like that county the the U.S. House District 2 in Utah is from there's basically Davis uh, so Davis County is yeah a St. Big, George to Farmington yeah St. George so Washington County all the way up to Farmington and none of those guys are going to elect a woman well and the truth is like the counties in between so Iron County Juab County Millard County Paiute County County, San Pete, Sevier, those counties, they're, they're, voting not, straight the, they're not the same yeah. as, they don't have the same needs as Davis County, mm-hmm. as Salt Lake County, as even Tooele County. And so when you include all of those in the same district, it goes back to what we were talking about before with gerrymandering. First off, it's really hard to cover that big of a distance. And if you know anything about the way Utah is set up, 
uh, you can't drive from one to the other. It takes five hours to get from Davis County to, to Washington County, and that's probably the most direct route because that's straight down I-15. Some of these other counties fucking takes four hours to get to them from Tooele. Like, yeah. it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so I don't know. She did put up a good showing, but I, like I was saying to Bree, like that night we were talking about how she was at 50%. She was winning. When I was talking to Bree after we got off the air, I'm like, she's probably still going to lose because look at all the counties that have not reported are very are all the ones that were going to be against her, which is super disappointing because she was a great candidate. And really like was. Jeremy said, just to listen to her was so inspiring. And I, she's so positive. And I hope she's not done. Yeah. I hope she does some other stuff. All of these people that, because we have winners and not, but I hope that they don't. We know Josh won't. Josh will keep fighting. No, Josh will keep going. <laughs> and I think Alex will too. I hope that they yeah. both do well, too. I, and speaking of both of them, so they did both lose. Uh, I mean, Josh, we, we kind of talked about it. And Josh is, Josh is of the mindset that like, Look, you got to challenge people. You can't let them run unopposed. Right. And so win, win or lose. I mean, he got 30% of the vote, which is pretty, pretty which good. Which isn't too bad. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he lost and he lost to Karen Winder and he, he would tell Winder's you. Winder's a recognizable name and. Three of them won. There was a fucking story about it. Yeah. Three family members are running governments in this state. Because they have delicious donuts. <sighs> donuts? It, it, the, the Winder Dairy. If you go to the actual Winder Dairy. I didn't know they had donuts. They have donuts, they have donuts and they, they have do they cinnamon make their rolls. Donuts? Yeah, they make them there. Hmm. Uh, I might oh. have to go over there. That's why they won. The, <laughs> not very the, far. That's not why they won, dude. <laughs> the cinnamon rolls are it like the size be. of a plate. Wow, I'll your plates to, are big. Yeah, I'll have to go. Everything's big. And then Alex, <laughs> Alex, unfortunately lost. I don't know why he he said he thought he would win, but. Uh, uh, he lost by a lot. Which was sad. It was about the same. Yeah, about the same. Because yeah. again, 33. you know, a great knowledgeable candidate with an actual uh, political education. With a with a real platform. And, uh, yeah. I, and again, it's, it's, it, what sucks is it is 100% the R or the D. Mm-hmm. And I liked what we talked about with, with Sim, in particular Sim Gill, uh, who won his election. Um about running without partisan mm-hmm. lines. Like, sure, you're a member of a party, but that's not on the ballot. And yeah. I wonder how much, if that wasn't on the ballot, I wonder how much races would be affected. So, for instance, Eric Hutchings, uh, this is this is a, a race we didn't really talk about, so this is my state house race uh, in District 38. Eric Hutchings has been our rep for a while. Um, and then Edgar Harwood was the Democrat that ran against him. This, When I say your vote counts, their race was decided by... About 200 votes. And Eric Hutchings won, and I wonder if that R wasn't next to his name if he would have won. I, I really do. Um, but that when we talk about elections and how close they are, 200 votes. Well, right now, as of like 4 o'clock this afternoon, Prop 2 is about 55 votes. Uh, that is not the case anymore. So Prop 2 is, is Well, about, it was 4 o'clock when I uh, wrote my notes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm looking at the... And you could, by the way, if you want to look at these, because obviously when you hear our podcast, uh, what we talk about will already be old. You can go to electionresults.utah.gov. Uh, you can select races. You can select ballot initiatives that you want to save on your own thing. It is constantly updated every 60 seconds. Now, I say they constantly... They don't plan on doing another update till Friday, though. I say constantly updated... 
um, meaning the state, uh, as soon as they update, the site will refresh, but we probably won't see another update until like Thursday at three uh, is, is the next one. So one thing to keep in mind is our election will be basically finalized on the 20th. That's when all the votes are due. And then it's certified on the 26th. So it will be after Thanksgiving before we actually probably have a declared winner in uh, congressional district. Well, four. and I see that this got taken off, but I think it's important that you, Oh no, there it is right there. So, Check your ballot. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that in just a second. Okay. Um, Derek Kitchen squashed Chase Winder, woo, by the woo, way, woo. in his race. So that was a Winder that did not win. Because um, there was a kitchen in the race, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How useful is your kitchen? <laughs> uh, no, Derek crushed him, which I'm not. I mean, we're, no one's really surprised. That's the most Democratic Senate district in the state by a long shot. Um, and the D probably helps Derek uh, a lot there, honestly, um, even if people don't know who he is. But that guy is fucking... Bar none, just a stand-up dude. So, um, okay. So McAdams love. Uh, the race is really close. They're neck and neck. Um, so they're, the stretch. They're still about five thousand votes apart. I don't think uh, five thousand. Excuse me. They're about twelve hundred votes apart. Uh, I don't think that that McAdams is going to lose. Most of those that catch up that love did was. Um, was purely from Utah County. Oh my still. gosh. What about that lecture that the governor gave you? Well, so that's County. what I was going to talk about. So Utah County, this, this fucking is insane. So yes, this has been a high voter turnout year, like higher than, higher than last, the last general election. And there was good voter turnout for that. But this is, so this is as of the eighth. So after the election's over, basically two days later, um, in the morning at eight o'clock in the morning on the eighth is is when this came out. But they, they the government posted uh, and Spencer Cox tweeted it. Uh, uh, basically, a table of outstanding ballots. And so, by outstanding ballots, it's either mail-in ballots or provisional ballots that they got. A provisional ballot is something that they get at the poll. It's a, a new voter that's signing up to register. That or somebody the, who didn't get their mail-in ballot that wasn't on the rolls. Uh, and and they have a ballot uh, created at the at the polls, but they have to validate that that person's actually a citizen and actually able to vote before they can count it. So, to give you an example, um, some counties, so like Kane County, had 27 mail ballots outstanding. That means they'd received them, but they haven't counted them, and 82 provisional ballots. Kane's a small county. Uh, we get into some of the bigger counties, like Washington County, which is St. George, 12,700 ballots that were mailed in that hadn't been counted yet, and that could be because they just got them, uh, and 2,400 provisionals. Then we get to Salt Lake County. Salt Lake County is the biggest county in the state. Uh, Salt Lake County had counted somewhere to the tune of like 400,000 ballots at this point. Uh, and they had 99,000 outstanding mail-in and 16,000 provisional outstanding. So this, again, is last Thursday morning. Then there's Utah County. Utah County considerably smaller than Salt Lake County. Second biggest county in the state. But, uh, still. but still. considerably smaller. At this point in time, they had counted about 70,000 votes total. 70,000. They had outstanding 70,000 mail-in ballots and 18,000 provisional ballots. <laughs> they had counted less than they have outstanding. And it's not like <laughs> they didn't fucking... It's not like they got 70,000 ballots in the mail on Wednesday morning. They had those prior to Tuesday, and they couldn't fucking get them counted on Tuesday. The governor came out and well, just... Well, their lines, I heard, were... Like three hours long in places. Jess, you, you experienced it, didn't you? Did you go and drop your ballot? She the... dropped her ballot, right? Yeah. So you I didn't have to stand in, in line. 
Yeah. She just I walked pre- in, got her sticker, pre- and left. I pre-voted. But did you, did you, so your ballot probably wasn't counted until, no, it was. was it yeah, counted it was, that same day? Yeah. Yep. But well, this is good. what I don't understand. And the governor came out and said very publicly, you every, every time, every time there's a problem, it's Utah County. <laughs> Both the governor and lieutenant governor. Yeah, and it's because it, lieutenant governor's over mm-hmm. voters. Right? Okay. Yeah. He's I have elections. No, so Thank again, you, elections. roughly 70,000 or so votes were counted and they had more than that outstanding. How fucking ridiculous is that? And that makes it so like this Love McAdams election. That's why Love wouldn't concede because now that most of those votes have been there's still like seventy. There's still an absurd it's like 60, number. I think. Oh uh, like yeah, 60, let me 000. let me look. There's still I had it up earlier. So there were still like sixty thousand votes left out of Utah County to be counted. What are they got? Seventeen. What are they got? Twenty-seven thousand. The receptionist out front counting them by herself. Or I don't something? fucking know. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know what they're doing. When you have time after making copies, will you finish counting the? No, I'm going to go on my lunch break. So, like, 27,000 votes still need to be counted. So, they have they have gone through a lot of it, but they still have a quarter of that left. Like, what the fuck else are they doing? This is the most important thing they can do. Now... It's like it snuck up. I know. That's how, that's how Mia Love <laughs> caught up, because up to this point, she was about 5,000 votes behind McAdams. Um, so, now that Utah County has counted all those votes, she gained 5,000. He only gained, like, 1,200. She's a lot closer. Uh, they have about 27,000 left. Only about one in seven. So this is this is what's interesting. Utah County is only about sixteen percent of it is in District Four, and so there's about out of those twenty seven thousand, they estimate one in seven of those ballots is going to actually go to that race. So if the trend continues, it's still not enough for her to overtake him. But it'll be like that half percent of yeah. It'll be within a recount margin, which is actually which is probably going to take him forever. In the state of Utah, the recount margin is only a quarter of a percent. Oh, I thought it was point two five of a percent for an auto recount. I think it's half a percent for a candidate to be able to request a recount. Gotcha. Um, so they're in that that place now. However, there are still outstanding votes in Salt Lake County. Yes, uh, and. Salt Lake County is predominantly voting for Ben McAdams because he is a very beloved mayor uh, of the county. Um, so I I don't suspect he's going to lose. Hopefully he'll be outside of the recount range and eventually Mia and his campaign has said we're proceeding. We're scheduling everything as if he's won. He's going. He's already getting scheduled into the freshman orientations uh, in D.C. for being a new congressman, uh, and so. Um, he's he's considering himself one, and, and Mia loves holding on. I don't. Think Trump's she's already win. kicked her out, so. Oh yeah, he he uh, shit talked her like right out of the fucking place the next day. So. Because he didn't get any love. Yeah, from she Mia didn't love. give me any love. Yeah, what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, what he means by that is she, <laughs> she distanced herself from him. Yeah. Because it was actually because of of Utah approval rating of Trump, it was not in her best interest to have his backing because. He's not well loved here. Uh, and That's one thing saw, I can say about our Republicans. Maybe they have a little more uh, integrity than some of the rest of the Republicans. Uh, and no, that is not true. A little more. No. Have you met I'm, I'm going to hold on to that. I'm going to hold on to the fact that our Republicans are a little Okay, but now, <laughs> now we, have, we do have to go to the, the ballot counting problem. So beyond the fact that Utah County is a piece of shit and can't count ballots correctly, um, a lot of ballots have been thrown out. And not counted because signatures did not match match. what they had on file. So here's what you need to do. If if you voted, 
if you didn't vote, shame on you. You're a fucking bad American. Vote next year uh, or next election the next year. It's probably in two years. <laughs> Municipals will yeah. be next yeah, year. There, there are some elections. <laughs> you, might get a ballot with, you might get a ballot with like one box on it. But fucking vote for that one too. Uh, don't be a piece of shit. Um, but anyway, if you voted, you Please. need to go to vote. Or, yeah, it's vote.utop.gov and check the status of your ballot. It takes literally seconds. You put in your name and your address. Uh, it needs to be your full legal name. So, like, my name is Christopher, not Chris. So you have to put in your full legal name and check the status of your ballot. And you might have to futz around with your address because, like, I never put the, the south after ours, but I think that you have to in order to get it to register. So... Like, if it doesn't pull up, if your record doesn't pull up and say something, try your address a little bit differently um, until it says something. Because it should say that you were counted or it'll pending counted, or received. Pending, received. Or, it'll, it'll say rejected. <coughs> and then if you have a, a ballot that's rejected, just call your county clerk. Or I think that it provides like a fax number or something in the article that I read that Kat Palmer posted on her Facebook thing that said you can fax an affidavit um, right to them. So um, that may be on the, the website. I'm not sure. I didn't yeah. dig that far. It'll, it'll be there on, on the stuff. So go check your ballot. Make sure your vote got counted because there are some that have been thrown out. Uh, and so you can correct that still. Um, but you need to do it this week. Before uh, the 19th. Before the 19th. Um, because on the 20th is when everything gets finalized. So it needs to be this week. Go out and do it. Just take a couple seconds and do it. I checked that night just because I thought it was really cool that we have that kind of tracking. And mine was counted that night. So I'm good. I checked yesterday when I saw Kat's post. I need to good. check. Jeremy's is probably not counted because I've seen his handwriting. What about your <laughs> you Jessica has. has nice handwriting. It's been counted. Yeah. Check, oh, check right. mine. Yeah, check right. mine. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, except for don't say your address into the. No, that's all right. He can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you need to write your birthday down for me, too. Um, it's October 29th, well, 1975. Oh, yeah, 1975. <laughs> and then give me this. Uh, uh, you guys talk about something. Like just that. talk amongst talk. yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. So it looks like it, when you were checking just that Prop 4 was um, 55, 55. Sorry, four? it's actually Prop yeah. 2. Oh, okay. Prop 4. Sorry. Medical marijuana. So the medical yeah. marijuana one. What's your zip code, Jeremy? 84065. Is it Riverton or South Jordan? Riverton. Riverton. Eight four what zero six five. So that's kind of cool. I mean, I know it's close. So now, if you know anything about Riverton, you know where Jeremy lives because we've talked about what's going on behind his house for a while. So. Riverton is ginormous. Yeah, it's you too have big. been counted, sir. You're you've orange. You're orange boxed. Uh, so, uh, what were you guys saying? Sorry, I was busy. Looking I was talking about Prop Two. Just oh, yeah. why? Like my aunt was like, I just hope that my vote counts. I really think she's watching the, yeah. the Love and the McAdams. But I, I sent her this. I sent her because Ben Winslow was tweeting as these things were coming through, and so I sent her like his tweets, which were a lot of this information. And I was like, this is why. This is fifty-five votes. It was fifty-five votes at four o'clock this afternoon. So right now is so. As we so yes, your this. aunt's vote made a difference yes. as we record this right now so that that again the love mcadams race is within within roughly like a thousand votes. And yeah, it's 1237 votes. or something so your vote fucking counts and that's 1200 votes in, a, in an election with those two specifically that's at like two hundred and thirty thousand votes so within a thousand is a really small margin mm -hmm. so your vote absolutely counts this that's is like what my we're graduating class 
And we warned you. And if you didn't vote and we the candidate that you. you want doesn't get elected, <laughs> it's your fault. I'm yeah. putting this on you, whoever no, you are, Mr. Person. Seriously. Or or Miss or, <laughs> or Ms. Or Ms. Or, person or fucking jackass because you didn't vote. So Or uh, or what's a like pro- a, what's a gender what's a general term when you don't identify with either gender? I don't know. Whatever you are, if you didn't vote, you suck too. Person. Person. Yeah. If you didn't vote, you're a piece of shit. I don't care what you are. That's all you are. Okay, so Prop 2. Prop 2 is going to pass. The medical marijuana absolutely is going to pass. You just called my mom a piece of shit. Uh, she didn't vote. It's her fault. Uh, Why didn't she vote? Roughly. She's never voted in her whole life. That is wrong. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely My aunt just wrong. voted for her first time. Good for her. Roughly 50,000 votes. It's possible. Roughly 50,000 votes ahead is Prop 2. So I think it's going to pass. I don't think there's a chance that we miss out on Prop 2. My grandparents never voted because... I can't remember which was which, but one was Republic, one was Democrat. So they said, well, we'll just cancel each other out. So dumb. Yeah. Prop three, 60,000 votes uh, for uh, basically and going to take that down a problem. Gosh, how do you get in the long in that house? I don't see how that happens. Prop four. That's the close one, Jess. It's prop four. Oh, it was Prop 4. So I was right. Yeah, Prop 4 oh, nice. is, is... I did write down something correct. Right now, 900 votes. Okay, so that was... My and, notes were correct. And it's flipped. Yes, it so is now. it is now yes. failing. So it is within a very thin margin, like less than 0.1%. Hey, what about question number one? <laughs> Uh, who gives a Nobody's fuck? Nobody's really talked about that. Yeah. Question number one failed, it failed miserably. Yeah. Miserably. Uh, I was just wondering if any of the, if any of the notes or any of the, the notes, any of the more votes came in, if it changed at all. Uh, and I don't even have it on my tracker because it was like 75% against. Uh, it was really bad. Um, so I, I don't even have it in my notes uh, any, or in my, my saved elections anymore. But I'm really disappointed that Prop 4 is uh, is now flipped. Um, and just to remind people, that's the gerrymandering. That's the gerrymandering. And I don't know how the fuck that you don't think an independent commission is the way to go. But talk to people down in Utah County because they probably want to continue to gerrymander the shit out of things so they can redistrict again. Because Utah, there's a very good chance with the new census with how much we've grown. How much change. Utah yeah. will likely get another seat in Congress. Uh, and if that happens, if we get another seat in Congress, we'll get an even more gerrymandered district and we'll probably lose all chance of of uh, of a democrat taking office and even worse is the state races are going to get gerrymandered even more so districts at the state house level and the state senate level will be even worse which will make it even more difficult for you to get local representation that matches up with your belief system and that listens to you um it's crazy how close it is in most of these counties and then there's utah county and Utah County is pretty massively different. Um, <laughs> yeah, but look at the it. landscape of it, too. I mean, everything down, like, to Santa Quinn, which is very, like, farm, and then you have Provo that's very, like, LDS-centric, and then you get over to my area, which is a bunch it's of a, weirdos. It's a sleeper city for Salt Lake. <laughs> Seriously. Anyways, but, like, if you think about... The, but also, I don't know where three hits in Utah County, which is John Curtis and... Yeah, which is also crazy that District 3 is splitting into Utah County as well. Uh, and it's it's actually, like, Orem, Provo, Lehigh, that area is, is uh, 
Is, so mine is like right in the corner. Yeah, you're at the end of four. Yeah, yeah, your little your little nugget there is just the the end of four because that like it's only like it's only like a sixth or something or sixteen sixteen percent or something like that. So well, we are lucky today to have uh, the two of the ladies from the SLC Sit Down Podcast. Mm-hmm. Hello. Is it just you two that do it? I mean, you always there's always other people, it seems like. But. Yes. So we're the main co-hosts of the SLC Sit Down, um, but then we also have panels that we do kind of rotating every few weeks, once a month, kind of depends. So we've had guest panelists, but yeah. Yeah. We kind of like to think of it as like a community effort as well. Me and Kat just kind of... Rally the troops. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and to be clear who you are, so we have uh, Kat Umano and uh, Kiki Furia. Yep. Did I say it right? Yep. Yeah. You got it right. Oh my gosh, you got their names right? Well, <laughs> At this point, I don't care Let this be noted. last name, so. <laughs> well, Bree thought it was weird because this morning I was actually trying to look at your bios before I left for work, and so Kat... There's like a huge picture of Kat's you on his monitor, and I'm still like... up on the monitor. <laughs> I'm like, okay, if she comes down the stairs, she's going to be like, what the fuck? This guy's like stalking me. No, just be like, I like this. I like she's, this already. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to, sh- I'm just like, just I'm just, close like, I'm the just tab. I'm just going to close your door a little. It's fine. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not really Like, it kind of looks like you from far away. I'm like, dark hair, white girl. Okay. I got it. Well, I mean, I don't think One you of a kind. like, so yeah. Uh, well, anyway, so we have uh, we have both of you on. Um, you are our locals to the Salt Lake area, but uh, we're going to start by talking about where you come from. Um, were you guys born here? No, no. <laughs> how, how 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 did you get here? I am from California, Tulare, California. That is a little small farm town. Please don't think the big city like L.A. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, small farm town. Um, I've been here in Utah for going on six years now. So, so what brought you here? A job and a boyfriend at the time. Let's not get into that because that's a separate episode. Past is the past. Yeah. Usually moving for boyfriend slash girlfriend slash significant other is... Uh, doesn't. I'll tell you right now, though, you learn a lot from that experience. Yeah, I bet, I bet. Um, but I love my job. And so, yeah, I, came, I stuck that out and came here. And yeah, so I like Utah. So family what's your real life job? My family just oh. moved here. Say what? Oh, she's going to ask the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, no, my family actually just moved here. Uh, They've been here for now like mm, four months. Yeah, they wanted to get out of that small town too. (laughs) Yeah, California is a big place, folks. I was asking what your real job is that you love so much. Oh, I work for a nonprofit called the Utah After School Network. Please don't stalk me, people. (laughs) 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 Uh, But yeah, it's a really cool nonprofit. We basically help look at the quality of after school programs. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. That's great. What's the best one in Utah? I can't say that out loud. What's the worst one? (laughs) (laughs) There's a list on that, too. (laughs) So do you how how does that how does that work? I mean, do you do you have involvement in making those programs better, uh, causing them to lose funding? Um, Yeah. Well, not causing them to lose funding. We're not over their funding, but we um, go into programs kind of like consultants. They're like my clients. So whatever they need, whether that be professional development, um, materials, resources, any kind of training that's what we kind of go in and do for them. We hold PD events as well throughout the year. And so, um, yeah, I just kind of go in and I'm like, Hey guys, I'm here to help. How can I help you? And I have an extensive background in, um, after school. Um, I was a latchkey kid myself and 
My bachelor's degree is in recreation administration with a focus in community and youth services. And then my master's is in community leadership, focusing on social change with nonprofits. One of the rare people that's using their degree. Good job. (laughs) I have college credit. (laughs) I did some of it. (laughs) So how did you get here, Kat? Um, I've been in Utah about two and a half years. Um, I'm originally from Massachusetts. From Plymouth, Massachusetts. Yep, like the Pilgrims. We got the Plymouth Rock there and all of that. Um, so you're a Boston Everything fan? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's always everyone's first question, and I actually don't really care about sports Cause, at all. Because so. most people from Boston, like if you've ever it's been to Boston. It's not just Boston. East Coast is no. yeah. passionate about sports. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, oh, the Patriots are in the Super Bowl again. Okay. <laughs> Everyone feels and that then, way, though. <laughs> ironically, my boyfriend's a Dodgers fan, so... For the World Series, I was oh, like, yeah. ha. <laughs> and that was about it. But um, but yeah, born and raised in Massachusetts. Um, I also went to school in New York. So I lived in New York for about two years. Um, and then also moved down to Atlanta, Georgia for about a year. And then I came out here actually for school. I was down at BYU for about a year and a half um, for ballroom dance because I'm a dancer. Um, And so I was down there on the team competing. Uh, I was actually teaching at the school as well. Um, And then kind of migrated up to Salt Lake. And they have a fantastic ballroom team, don't they? Yeah, there's actually five teams on there. So she's a phenomenal dancer. Oh, thanks. Um, Yeah, so... Yeah, now I'm living in Salt Lake. I have a boring desk job, but I also uh, coach a high school ballroom team. Um, Which high school? Uh, Westlake High School. Oh, very cool. Hey, don't stalk that's folks. out by me. Don't yeah, stalk don't us. stalk us. Stalk us. <laughs> um, Our listeners barely know how to use the internet. I might come and watch you teach just because no. I'm down the road. Oh, <laughs> stalking. She just oh bring, bring wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's really hard to find in Utah County. <laughs> but, oh, really? Um, yeah, so I'm doing that now. And then actually next month I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to actually go out on tour. Um, oh, so nice. I got a job dancing for a ballroom dance company. So oh. I'll be touring around doing shows. Uh, I'll actually be working as both the dancer and performer and also the rehearsal director. So I'll be DJing and dancing and yeah. So it's really awesome. So how'd you two meet? <laughs> yeah, it sounds I like those are parts. some very different, like yes. California, Northeast. Like the one thing that we do have in common for sure is we both love dance. Like yes. that was, and we both share a birthday. <laughs> I know that was the weirdest thing is yeah. we were we were starting this podcast together or kind of taking the reins from that first episode and still getting to know each other. And then I remember randomly one day, Kiki was like, hey, by the way, when's your birthday? And I was like, oh, it's October 21, 29th. And she's like, shut Are up. Are you was mine. Yeah, we have the same birthday. <gasps> really? October 29th? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. We are special it's people. It's Scorpios in this day. I know. Yeah, because yeah, mine's the, it's not the same day, but I'm also a Scorpio. Mine was just on Sunday. All these Scorpios oh, and October babies, we're special yeah. people. These guys are like just days apart. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a Cancer and I'm a Leo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. <laughs> He acts more like a Leo, according to my daughter. But um, actually, we met uh, on the first, the first um, episode, the very first episode. Um, Jay Whitaker, um, local comedian. Um, he's been on our show. Stuff. Yeah, he's great. Um, he's, he's the one who. <laughs> he's the one who organized. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you, Jay. <laughs> 
um, we, uh, yeah, he organized the first um, Black Panther episode and we titled it after that, the SLC Wakanda, SLC Sit Down after that. And that was the first time I met Kat. And then um, I loved it. And it's, a lot of us loved the energy from that first episode. It was just such a cool experience because yeah. it all came together in just a couple days. Yeah. And it was, I don't know, about 16 people involved in total. There were maybe about... 10 to 12 on the panel itself. And it was basically just a breakdown of Black Panther, the film, just because there was so much to unpack and so much to, to break down and talk about that. Um, everyone kind of wanted to do it in a more kind of public forum. Um, so I kind of helped behind the scenes and yeah, it was just a really cool, really special experience that, that right. we wanted to keep going. And, you know, it's incredibly difficult to coordinate, over a dozen people so it took a while to kind of get things going so then we decided to kind of scale it back with just the two of us as the co-hosts and then just do rotating smaller panels so we usually do about four or five people um on the panel and that's definitely been a lot more manageable yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so black panther is as a movie um to to generate that kind of dialogue is is pretty impressive i mean we're in Salt Lake, for one, right? Salt Lake, <laughs> one of the widest areas in the country, and to generate that kind of dialogue, you know, here locally out of out of that movie says a lot about what that movie represented. Wasn't it um, Dash that was saying his little girl was yeah in the was it what park parking was it? lot like Walmart? No, I thought it was in a park. Liberty Park or something. Yeah, was I think it was park? Liberty Park. Yeah. And what was she yelling? Um, Wakanda forever? Yeah, no, she was. She's she like, I am Wakanda. Or yeah. something like that. So. As she should. Yeah. <laughs> and it was she really should. cool. Really she cool. Was, she was adorable. And so right after, and I, yeah, to give to give that to her, to be able to grow up with. Mm-hmm. How amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, so cute. So just as showing that. them how, this adorable little girl. Oh, so cute. Dash's little girl. Dash is Dash is pretty happy that he's been on the show a few times. Yeah, the the exact quote he said. I asked uh, Kaylin what her favorite part of Black Panther was. She responded, "The beautiful women that were so strong and looked just like me." Oh, yeah, that's a big deal. Well, I was yeah. saying that one of the I, I think I've mentioned it on some of the other episodes is the one thing that I always think about with Black Panther is there's there was both kind of a a, a meme of it and then there was a video of it actually happening. These two little kids there, maybe like five, and they were in front of the movie poster outside of the movie theater, and they're pointing at the poster going, okay, that's me, and that's you, and they're just, and it was so adorable and so amazing just to, just to see them have someone to look up to and someone that looks like them. Mm-hmm. So my, my kids, my kids do that now still. I mean, they're, they're adults. They're just kids, dumb, and they do it with but, cartoons and also. But I'm always like, I'm always like the fattest, hideous, laziest thing on the screen. If it's a fat, ugly, like dog, that's, that's Chris. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll like pick things, and then if it does something for me, and then if it does something that I'm like, oh, that's stupid, they'll be like, okay, that's not you anymore now. It's something else. And so. How funny. They're 20. They're, so my oldest daughter is going to be 21 in January, and my youngest is 18, and they still do that. How yeah. Representation. <laughs> so I mean, it could be like like what's that pet show where there's the sloth at the DMV? Oh, oh the Zootopia. Zootopia. Yeah. So like, it could even be like animals. Like you're that particular animal. <laughs> Did you see that post that somebody at the DMV in Utah? Oh yeah. Off, like the sloth, so which awesome. I thought was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Halloween for the win. So I'm curious, what made you guys want to come on to our show? 
Because you asked, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, sure. A moment for us to complain about all kinds of things? Why not? <laughs> Extra complaining time. You got it. Well, and I think with podcasts, you know, there's the the very mainstream, very popular podcast, but then there's all these other ones that are still kind of, you know, getting off their feet and everyone's at a different point kind of in their podcast journey. And, you know, I think people are still discovering podcasts and I think it's important to just kind of look out for each other and help promote each other and just even get insight from other people. So we're always happy to talk to, you know, other podcasters, um, whether they come on our show or vice versa. And yeah, I think it's just important to support the community. And and it's great that again, with podcast, this is an opportunity for conversations, especially mm-hmm. around topics that aren't being talked about, uh, whether it be geek, whether it be social issues, whatever, cooking, I don't care. Like it's getting people talking and in a society where we live on our phones and people don't know how to communicate, you know, like I think this is a educational experience. Well, it's a good way to keep the spoken word going too. Right. That yeah. is something right. that we've lost a lot of. Well, there's the nice thing about podcasts is there's no rules. Right. Mm. There's, you can do whatever you want. You can talk about whatever you want. You can swear. Fuck yeah. FCC is not going to come banging down my door. And and, I mean, Comcast might later because net neutrality is gone. But (laughs) no, we've had carry on a couple of times. And every time we like afterwards, we always pick his brain about just everything about podcasts and boards and microphones and stands. Stuff that you can't say on a microphone because his career is built around that. Well, and that's part of what I did, too, when we first started is you know we've both been on geek show more her than me but um when we first started especially when we were doing panels i would just go and watch geek show i would watch them record geek show and just see i would specifically watch carrie to see how he moderated everything because it's so there's so much to it as far as coordinating when you have five or six people to make sure that you're not talking over each other making sure that you have some type of conversation flow and he's a master at it by now because he's been doing it, what, 10 years? Um, well, that's on the Geek Show, but he, he yeah. does that same have you ever thing seen, for Radio oh, yeah. From Hell. Have you ever seen him coordinate Radio From Hell? I have not. It's freaking awesome. Like, he's got hand, hand signals, signals and that everybody knows. And and it's, and it's, <laughs> it's actually really disturbing. Like, if so they used to do this best friend of the program thing where they'd have someone come in and hang out with them for the I entire show. Once. Yeah, it's actually kind of creepy watching them first thing in the morning because... I mean, at 6 a.m. is when they're live, and, and most people are just waking up at 6 a.m. if they're already if they're waking up then. Uh, but to watch them come in and they're they're basic like you think they're talking a lot during breaks. They're not talking at all. They just sit there quietly, like going through their own <laughs> stuff, and it's just so ingrained in them, like the signals that Carrie gives and, and yeah. keeping. Because you never hear him say, "Yeah, we're running late." Like very, very rarely will he say that, but they all pick up on those cues that he's directing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've started developing that as well, even just with the two of us. Um, so, yeah, every podcast has its own flow, has its own rhythm. Um, yeah, and so you just got to kind of find it, and sometimes you you find that by seeing other podcasts and finding what you like or just being like, oh, I don't like that. Let's not do that. <laughs> but I got to ask, have you seen the new podcast on the Utah Podcast Network? I don't know if you guys pay attention to it. <laughs> <laughs> I like Salt Lake. Yeah. So it was pointed out to me by another podcaster of this said network <laughs> that a comedian has um, parodied a local podcast. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's pretty clear. Like two down to the name, uh, Chris Holy, Holy Meadow. Meadow. Holy, Holy Meadow. Meadow. 
I like it's salt, all, like with it's, Chris Pulley. It's, it's a fifty second. It's it's totally it's freaking it's hilarious. Freaking hilarious. Yeah. So, I don't know what spawned him doing it, but I, it's, I know exactly what spawned him doing it. So. But it's really it's really freaking funny, uh, and honestly. Chris Holyfield will probably get upset over it, but he should just take it as a symbol. Oh, he'll he'll lose his mind. <laughs> he probably already has. I don't know how he hasn't seen it. But I mean, that's the kind of stuff, like in a small community like this, that that you're able to to do and get away with a little bit. So, I mean, podcasting now maybe is like uh, SoundCloud was five, ten years ago. Where you had all the rappers. I mean, you still have a bunch <laughs> of rappers on SoundCloud. Uh, there's some gyms that can't. Like Post Malone came out of SoundCloud. Oh yeah, mm. oh, yeah you know that's right. So mm. and they kind of they do a lot of supporting their own uh, on SoundCloud. So it's true. So uh, why why the name? Sit down. I just want to know if it's like sit down or it's like sit down. It's it's, <laughs> it's a little both. bit of both. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a little bit of both. And we we even had that conversation when we first started, like the second or third episode. And I think actually on episode two, Doctor Paul White talked about how the word sit down is kind of a trigger because you think of your parents being like sit down because you're in big trouble. And like I said, it's kind of a combination of both. It's it's more on the side of hey, take a seat, let's have a chat instead of kind of chastising someone. Um, But it's definitely more, you know, encouraging dialogue um, about these topics just because, like we said before, a lot of people don't know, either aren't aware of the topics or don't know how to communicate them. And so I think just having that conversation is really the goal of the podcast. And it's been nice that um, a lot of our listeners um, that comment on our social media and stuff, they contribute to that dialogue, too. It's not just, I mean, yeah, we're on the mics, but they'll send us articles to mm-hmm. read or follow up oh. with, did you know this? So it does create this back and forth that it's not that me and her experts in anything. We're just the ones that are stirring the pot. <laughs> yeah. And I, I actually had, a, I think it was a comment from a listener who thanked us for you know the episodes that we put out and he said that i i wouldn't be aware of some of these topics as a white man in utah so thank you for educating me and i was like oh okay cool and that that's really all we want you know we're not trying to change the world but if if we can just make people a little bit more aware of some things going on and just encourage that conversation then mm-hmm. build build confidence for them yeah. whatever our topic will be centering around for that and listening to your last last episode, I think it was, um, everyone was sharing experiences or stories that they, they'd seen or, or, or been a part of, and primarily in college, where people have this realization that, you know, for instance, men in general don't have the same sort of fears walking out of their house every day that women do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's very telling when you experience something like that, because um, I, as a white man, know what my privilege is. I'm, I'm I'm allowed to do anything I want pretty much without recourse. Like I, I see it every day, but it's recognizing that other people don't have that same, that same privilege that they're not the same as you that, you know, while you're still people, they have challenges that are, are very, very real and very different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a powerful episode. Yeah, that was really good. Thank I, was, you. I think I'm a, I'm a fan. After just listening to that one, I was like, I got to hear the rest of them. So. Wait till you get to our spooky episode. Oh, spooky <laughs> <laughs> That one was just, like I said, we, we tried so to mix fun. it up a little bit. So we did a Halloween episode because our uh, episodes come out, out on Wednesdays. And so 
I think it was two weeks ago was Halloween, and so we just did a stupid spooky episode. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was so dumb, but it was fun. You gotta mix it up sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it's not stupid, because somebody's always going to want to listen, and they will always relate to whatever you're talking about. That's true. So, true. Plus, we, we do our podcast for us. Like, even if nobody listens, yeah, we'd to probably... <laughs> right? I know. I'm like, you know, we'd yeah. still sit down here and yell mm-hmm. into the microphones. So, like, if you're not having fun, what's the point? Right. Yeah. Even if you're do- doing a serious mm-hmm. topic, if you're not enjoying it yourselves, then what's the point? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, and I, I mean, I don't, even if I did get paid for this, I wouldn't be getting paid in a way that would prevent me from talking about what I want to talk about. So, yep. How do you guys pick your topics? Because you, in 25, almost 25 episodes, you guys have had such a broad spectrum of topics. That and, are, and are you going to run out of shit to talk about? <laughs> you, I don't think as long as the world keeps turning, then no. Um, turning and burning. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, from the beginning, we just wrote out a list of things that you know, we wanted to talk about, and we, we also had a meeting with some of the other panelists that were on the Black Panther episode, um, and they had, you know, ideas uh, and different topics that they wanted to cover, and also sometimes just current events that are going on will spark something, but I think just trying to not only, you know, cover this list of topics, but you know, it's not like, oh, we talked about feminism. Okay, we're done with that. There's so many layers <laughs> to all of these issues that sure. it it's almost endless. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sometimes we have trouble picking which one just because of we, we try to balance it out. Um, so we're not, you know, talking about race four weeks in a row or, you know, sex four weeks in a row. Um, so, yeah, sometimes just picking the right order is a little bit difficult, but um yeah, we just go through and just kind of figure out what feels right and what feels relevant. So, is it is it tough to hone in on a specific topic? So when you you pick a topic like feminism, it's it's such a big topic. There's so much to talk about. Is it tough to hone in and focus so that you don't edit six hours of content down into one for your show? Um. Or do you have an editor that does that for you and you don't care and you hate that person? I mean, for the most part, <laughs> for the most part, the, edi- the episodes, other than tweaking sound, the episodes are pretty raw. I think there was maybe one time that I cut out just a really awkward, maybe minute long patch. But um, but yeah, for the most part, we record for 45 minutes to an hour and that's that's the episode. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think we try to have some focus. We always write out kind of a, a script just as more of a guideline just so we have some direction um, and a, a good conversation flow. But yeah, we I guess we try to narrow down some talking points for each topic. But And usually out of that conversation, whatever we spoke on, we're like, oh, well, we didn't really talk about this. Like, mm-hmm. and then maybe that'll be the, the next, next uh, another episode later and we can more focus in on that layer specifically. Um, but yeah, yeah. And I like that we keep it pretty raw because... When you, again, when you think about having a conversation and sitting down and chatting with someone, it's going to be raw. We're not going to sugarcoat anything for you. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that uh, gives a unique perspective as well. Yeah. So why did you choose to put SLC in front of sit down? Was it was it a conscious decision or you're just like, we're in Salt Lake City, so... 
I think it was a little bit of that, but I think again because that that title came out of the Black Panther episode, and mm-hmm. we all kind of agreed for that because it was such a big, like you were saying earlier, a big moment that we were having a conversation a conversation around Black Panther in Salt Lake, which is a very white state. You know, like it was pretty say. right. It was just <laughs> it was really crazy that that was happening. And so we were like, we have to like put that marker down. Like, yeah, this is happening in Salt Lake. We are getting woke. We are like having these conversations. There is diversity here, um, even though there's 2% of that or something. <laughs> well, especially in Salt Lake City proper. And we, we've talked about this on other episodes. Um, Salt Lake City proper is, is one of like one of the most uh, LGBTQ friendly cities in the country. Mm-hmm. Especially for older LGBTQ mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Like seniors want to move here yep. that are gay. So, I mean, that, that exists, but as you start to spread out and you get to Utah, Utah County, County and yeah. some of these other rural counties, uh, it Utah starts County. to change. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so I, I think, you know, like Kiki said, starting out because it was, you know, the SLC Wakanda episode and it was, it was really important that, you know, we focus on the fact that Utah is such a white state, but we're having this conversation about Black Panther, um, and then going on from that, you know, the SLC sit down. I think we developed that title like right after that episode. It was, you know, the first episode of the SLC sit down. But even though the the topics aren't super Utah based, we still talk about, you know, how it relates to the community. And um, and because we do the rotating panels, we try to still have it be community based and we do shout outs to local businesses and, you know, people in the community. So I think we always try to keep that, you know, Salt Lake community vibe to it, even though some of these topics are very universal. Yeah. So where do you guys record at? My house. That's <laughs> <laughs> crib. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, we had kind of an evolution of recording and equipment um because at first we were like okay ready to go we got topics like the two of us are ready to go we're like shit we don't have equipment (laughs) (laughs) and jay does the incredibly vocal minority podcast um which is a solo podcast so he had his setup but it wasn't wasn't really right for the two of us and then if we were going to do panels and we're like nah shit so when we did panels we started out um Tom from the Big Shiny Robot mm-hmm. podcast was so nice to let us just come crash his basement and use, just sit around the table That's and really have cool. our conversations. Yeah. We did quite a few panels there. Shout um, out to you, Tom. Yeah, he was amazing. Um, and then for the solo episodes, we borrowed equipment from Stefan Watson, who does the Crack Brain podcast. So it was, we were definitely, you know, utilizing the community and our friends, you know, the SLC sit down community to just make the podcast happen. And then over the past few weeks, we finally upgraded and kind of got our own better equipment. Um, So yeah, we record at my house and you can hear my dog in the background. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. (laughs) I know. It's really hard to edit that out too. My dog does it every once in a while. Yeah. And I've I've had people send me messages about it. I'm like, listen, (laughs) he's a puppy. Again, it's, I go back to, we don't get fucking paid for this. So. Right. Like, very few podcasters make any kind of money off of it at all. Most of them don't even make enough money Unless to pay for the equipment. Unless your name is Adam Carolla, Jimmy Pardo. Joe Rogan. Or Joe Rogan. <laughs> Somebody complained right. once because I was eating popcorn. Yeah, they sent us a whole Facebook message. It was awesome. And I was like, oh, I feel bad. And these guys are like, why? Yeah. I know. I mean, it wasn't like popcorn. I was all... And I, Yeah, (laughs) and I couldn't help but get defensive because he's like my little baby boy. 
Um, cause he's my first dog. That's mine. But I'm also like, okay, you can hear his little cute paws in the background sometimes. And every once in a while he barks, get the fuck over it. Yeah, like, wow. I said, when we came to you, when we we're going to give it to you raw, we're going to give it to you raw. <laughs> like mm-hmm. this is what it is. We sometimes record at Jessica's cousin's house. And the other day we had, um, uh, Derek kitchen and Sim Gill came in. And so it made his dog bark. And he was like, I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Like sometimes it distracts people. We don't. I don't care. We don't exist in a. Like bubble. it's not that big of a deal. Like he's the cutest little dog that you've ever seen in your whole life, and so I don't care. And if they could see him through the mics, yeah. <laughs> he looks like an Ewok. He is. Oh. He's super duper cute. His name is Sebastian. Oh, so. speaking oh. of, hello. Oh yeah. yeah that's Here's chopper. our chopper. See, I barked at you, and now I've come to make oh. friends. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> See, dogs are part of the show too. Yeah, we have cat. A cat will will come in here and kind of inspect and see what's going on. Oh, now you've now you've done it. You have petted him. No, I'm just I'm Snow White, so all the animals are just gonna. (laughs) Do the birds follow you around singing songs? Yeah. And we've always had pets in the background because your dog's in the background. Now that we recorded your house, we used to record at my house, and my cat was in the background (laughs) meowing his ass off. That's how that's how our cat is. Sometimes our cat will come in. I'm hungry, assholes. You don't pet me. (laughs) There's food up there, dude. Just go look. (laughs) So so I'm I'm actually curious to to move off of podcasting a little bit. Uh, More curious about some of the stuff that you guys do in the rest of your life because podcasting, I mean, it takes up an hour to a week probably, but. What do you do outside of that? So obviously you have jobs. I mean, you're going to go on tour dancing. How how did you come up with that gig here in the state of Utah? Um, the the ballroom community here. It, it's funny because I had no idea until I I grew up dancing every style of dance except ballroom. And about four or five years ago, uh, I was actually dating a ballroom dancer, a former ballroom dancer, and that kind of sparked my interest in getting into that. And so I kind of put theater and everything else aside and was just, you know, going full force for ballroom and then ended up um, in Utah because someone that I was working with was like, oh, yeah, there's a school in Utah and they, you know, they have all these great dancers. The Dancing with the Stars pros were, you know, training there and blah, blah, blah. And I stumbled upon BYU and I had no idea the the culture that was it's all down in Utah <laughs> County. Like that's where you so you were know, not you, you were BYU not LDS. I, I am so not. And I went huh, I'm like okay. from Boston going to BYU, she's maybe she was LDS. Like, nope. I don't <laughs> nope. And I like and it, it's funny, I could do a whole episode on my experience there. And it wasn't bad. Um, like, I knew I knew what I was getting into. I just, I was just like, I just want to dance. I can... Yeah. It wasn't like all of a sudden you, you were down there for your first semester and you're like, oh, fuck, this is a Mormon school. Oh, no, 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 no. No, <laughs> like no. It's a private school. It's not like it's simple right. to just walk into. And I, and I went to a private Catholic school for high school, so it wasn't yeah. foreign to me to take religion. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but... Yeah, the the culture in the community down there is it's hardcore and it's um, you find so many connections because it's it's a big community, but it's small at the same time. So you see all the same people at competitions and you're, you know, in school with people and see the same people at studios. And I forget how I heard about it, but I just heard that there was an audition for this tour and I sent in audition videos and yeah. There you and got you it. Won there, hmm? and you won. You, you got the sure. gold star. <laughs> yeah. 
So, and you know, I'm, I've been teaching for a while. Um, so they were interested in hiring me on as a rehearsal director. So I'll be doing a little bit of everything. Well, that's so. cool. Are you going to still keep your job teaching at the high school as well? No. So it's probably tough if you have to start touring around. Yeah. Cause I'll be, I'll be gone just for about five straight months. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I might have a week off maybe in like March, but for the most part, yeah, I'm just, Wait Don a minute, how are you going to podcast? I was going to say, how are you going to Are you going to remote? Uh, yes, we're looking into that now as far as, what is the app called, Anchor? Anchor. Yeah, Yeah. so we're looking into still continuing the podcast, and I might do some solo stuff as well on the road. Um, but yeah, we're... We're working on. Yeah, we'll still keep going. It's it's that's but. the beauty of technology. You don't have to be in the same place to have a yeah. discussion. Who are those ladies that are always at uh, Comic Con? The history ladies. Yeah, because the, one's in New York and one's in. What the hell's the name of their podcast? Another the Hollywood s- people? No, oh. no. Well, I know um, the Hello Sweetie podcast. They would do it remotely. They yeah, would call in. Call yeah. 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 But, but there's um, like another group. They started out together and then the one lady moved and now they do it remotely. They, I can't remember. They, they, their podcast is fantastic. So yeah. they, they basically take, they're from the, the How Stuff Works group. Um, and But their podcast, they do this history podcast. Uh, I think maybe Brian Young's involved in it. Uh, but, yeah, I think he is. But they, they, uh, they basically tell a true historical story, but then they alter some of the facts. <laughs> like, it's mostly true, but there's a little bit of lie in there. So, so like, like every history. U.S. history book. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, got it. Much, got much. it. Revisionist history. Okay. I love it. <laughs> but I'd say, yeah, so, and they're from, they're, they're under the How Stuff Works moniker, like uh-huh. they do a bunch of How Stuff Works podcasts as well. Uh, but they're, they, they both do it completely remotely like that as well, because they don't live anywhere near each other. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not leaving until after Christmas, so we have time to figure it out and we might have to maybe switch to every other week just because of you know that schedule that yeah. schedule and all that but yeah Dancers we're not don't have hectic we're not schedules. going anywhere <laughs> well and as long as you like decide on a different but consistent schedule people will keep listening yeah. that's what we found like yeah and just making sure that we have all the content that we need to, yeah. which will make it super easy to just talk about. Well and so I mean sometimes too like you know you don't have to record the podcast that day you could two or three at a time if you had a yeah we've started doing that yeah because we would do once a week but you know life yeah. happens hi sweet, sweet dogs, dogs <laughs> I, I was just thinking I was like oh he's so quiet he usually yeah, he is wanted, okay. he wanted your attention that's okay mm-hmm. you it's like what the attention. fuck lady you stopped petting me that's okay <laughs> but that's my dog you stop paying attention to him for two seconds and he's like <laughs> so cat's going on tour Kiki you do cosplay I yes, do. How do you keep that going when events like FanX are not going on? Are you always planning? You're like, I think that she should just year? randomly do monthly cosplays and I then invite so us to see what she will do. <laughs> She's like, check it out, guys. Swear to the supermarket, you know? Uh, like, make use of it. Sam's Club sample person. Sam's Club, yeah. Give out Costco samples. Oh, is that around as your entourage? Do a Giving out samples at Costco dressed up like Gamora. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, this is like the slow season for me because we're not, we don't have anything until April. Um, so now, yeah, I'm just already starting to plan my, my new costumes and, um, yeah, getting materials for all of that. And then I podcast. I also teach dance when I'm not working. I teach for a, um, a dance studio in holiday 
And then I teach for Ballet West on Saturdays. Um, They have a really cool education outreach program for kids um, learning like basic dance moves and movement and improv and so maybe that's what we should have done babe before we tried to do zumba this morning (laughs) Uh, well i mean maybe we should have like learned zumba at all before we tried to do it this morning (laughs) yeah we are kind of bad at it it was kind of sad how do you get inspired for what you're going to do next because everybody has a reason why they start cosplaying and also what they're cosplaying so for me it's the love of the character really that's just for me some people can not know the fandom and just jump in and i like the way that looks i just want to do it i have to feel like i have a connection to that character that's hard though because people are going to stop you at the convention and want to talk to you about what you're doing true true and i mean it's cool if they say i don't know i just really like the design of it that's cool too you know um i feel like that's a really good opportunity though for me especially if i've um dived into the fandom and i like this character and this is why this character is important to me um if a person stops me and they don't know then that's when yeah i'm like oh my gosh let me tell you <laughs> and then i just start rambling and nerding out and they so think i'm weird what are some of the costumes you've done oh let's see i have done a bishop from the x-men 90s cartoon i have done luke cage i do miles morales oh, i bet that was awesome your Luke Cage. Oh yeah, like Luke Cage is fun. Would have been an awesome. Yeah, Luke Cage is. It's just one of those simple ones. Sometimes I go yeah, for the simple. Still, like the look is probably pretty obvious. And I am are. also six foot, so it works. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I do Miles Morales. I have done Jessica Drew, Spider Woman from the Miles Universe. Um, Silk. I do Deku from uh, My Hero Academia because I also do not just superheroes but also anime characters. I've done Nami. I do Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop. Um, so you've a been a geek your whole Storm? life? Pretty much. And did I hear you're, you're a baby geek? Is that what you classified yourself <laughs> as? Yeah. So you're learning. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm is that, a new, like, when you is that an okay thing? thing that you want to learn, or is it just Jay forcing it down your throat? <laughs> no, I, I'm just... <laughs> Bad Jay. Is Jay's, Jay, Jay's definitely... What have we told you about forcing things down people's throats? <laughs> uh, um, like, don't say no it. Comment. Don't say no it. Um, I mean, I've always been a little bit interested. I mean, I've loved Wonder Woman for ever. Your Wonder Woman was good. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can say whatever you want about the DC universe, but I just, I just love Wonder Woman as a character. Um, yeah. And I kind of closet cosplayed her once for cosplay karaoke. Um, and every once in a while I'll wear the tiara around the house when I clean. It's fine. Um, there but, is nothing wrong with that. There was one at work one time that just was there for whatever reason, just randomly I'd put it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I mean, I'm genuinely interested in it it's i'll be honest it's a little overwhelming when you go to a comic book store or even just look at my own bookshelf and i'm like oh god because there's just so much to it and so much content and so many characters and then they're always developing more content and new movies and all that and you're just like where do i start so i i started reading comics just to see kind of who I liked and what I was into and it's kind of been on the back burner lately just because life is crazy Mm -hmm. but I'm definitely planning on starting to read more comics and catching up on movies especially being on the road since you're going to have lots of Netflix time time, yeah Yeah. (laughs) so but yeah I enjoy it 
She's coming up. It's hard to jump in and pick <laughs> something to read. Like, yeah, there's a lot. Because there's just, because it's been around since like the 40s and 50s in earnest. Yeah, I mean, it, it was nice already having a favorite character in Wonder Woman because Jay was just like, here's Wonder Woman comics. So I was like, cool, okay, cool. Um, but then I did start finding um, some other characters, like I was reading Silk and um, Gwenpool and Squirrel Girl. I don't think oh, I've yeah, read Squirrel yet. Squirrel Girl, awesome. <laughs> um, and then I'm partway through Captain Marvel. Um, what else? Also, Lockjaw's fun. It's a bulldog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, even so, <laughs> it's a bulldog from uh, in the Inhuman stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a bulldog from space. I don't yeah. know. Either way, I like bulldogs, and I was like, right I'm in. So. <laughs> yeah. But even in yeah. even in a even in a character like Wonder Woman, for example, the number of writers and artists that have drawn and yeah. written her over the years, like mm-hmm. yep. there's just so much to consume from just mm-hmm. one character. Right. The, the, where do you start? Yeah. You know. Well, because there's and, and you'll find this in other comics too with other characters. I've read Wonder Woman comics where you know she's this very, you know, just brave, courageous woman, and nothing. You know, nothing will stop her and nothing phases her. And then you read other ones where she's this like dark, distressed woman. And so there, there's always a range depending on the writers and the time that it came out. So, yeah. Yeah. Whether or not she was going to be in the housewife. Era early. Or yeah. Like, early. Or like yeah. right now where, you know, it's it's all about feminism and woman power and she can do everything. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we plan on actually cosplaying like a legit, like super awesome, like cosplay where she will be Wonder Woman and I will be the sister Nubia. Oh, oh that'd nice. be awesome. So that's going to nice. be, it's in the works. Is that going to be April or Someday. September? Oh, no, well, it will not be April. Oh, you'll be on there. You'll be on there. I'll, being gone. I'll still be yeah. gone. Yeah. That might be a next year project. Yeah. <laughs> How long does it take you from a, a cosplay standpoint? How long does it actually take you to put together a, a, a full costume? It really depends on the costume and the character. I mean, not like not like a simple Luke Cage that's in your back not pocket. Not like Stuart. You're like yeah, that you're one. Like, I already have all this stuff in my house. Well, yeah, most. I mean, the only thing I had to go get was like the yellow shirt and then like the chain. I think that was it, and a wig or whatever. But like, yeah, that one was super easy. Um, I would say like Spike because I actually like modified that one and Bishop. That took me about a month. Like, oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, that wasn't bad. But they were I like, mean, again, like they were because um, you can either like go from scratch where you were talking like you have nothing in your building from there. I'm still working on a lot of sewing skills for that. Um, I pretty much modify my costume. So I will buy like pants that look like the character or whatever. And then I go and I add my pieces to it or the detailing or whatever that is. And then I prop make. So there is nothing wrong with that. Either. Oh, yeah. There's different <laughs> levels. And like despite what the cosplay community will always say, like there's like a specific way to cosplay. No, that's not true. You can buy all of your costumes if you want. It's very expensive, but that doesn't mean you're any less of a cosplayer if you do that. I did Jessica Jones and all I did was dye my hair black and buy a gray shirt. I've been wanting to do a Jessica Jones Luke Cage cosplay with Jay because I'm like, we just put on clothes and show up. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> and, and we're those done. Are, those are awesome. That was the, that was the best one because I'm like, I'm totally comfortable. I'm not wearing anything that I... The way you sell it with Jay is you go, wings? <laughs> just you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I watched Jessica Jones. I'm like, I have that outfit. Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. yep. Yes, and the yeah. older I'm getting, I'm not going to lie, the more comfortable ones are my favorite ones. <laughs> That's yeah, always been yeah. my challenge. Like, I, like, well, I could go dressed up and be miserable all day because I'm too damn hot and not comfortable. I made him be the grandma werewolf for, from Little Red Riding. It was <laughs> so good. It was so good. I love it. <laughs> but I like, I play planet around him. Like, I didn't make him wear anything on his face or a mask or anything. You get to wear like, a, you a all day. Yeah, so he put some shorts on. I gave him some gloves and things to put on, and he wore a, a nightgown. Like there you see. go. It was Boom. flannel though. It was a little warm. Oh, suck it up, dude. <laughs> well, and that's the be- and that's the beauty of it. Good I beauty. wore a corset all day. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, those are corsets are always fun too. Um, I think it depends again, like on like what time of year you're cosplaying, like being smart about that. And just, again, you have the freedom to be like, I want to go super comfy to this con in this outfit, or I really want to like stop some jaw, like have jaw drops and just, I'm going to like sell it. And some of, one of my favorite ones to do is an anime character. Her name is Yang from a show called Ruby. And it's super awesome. If you've never seen it, highly recommend. Um, and I just love this character to death, but her, like what she wears is, kind of uncomfortable um and it's just like being like i don't know like for me being that character though like i feel like i'm like seven feet tall like i just like my shoulders are back i'm super confident i feel super sexy and it was not until i stop to where i'm like oh my You're like, god i'm floor dying <laughs> like well, i just want to lay f- i just want to lay flat on the floor and hate life forever um but it's super fun I've, ne- I've never understood how corsets came about and, and were a thing for as i'm long sure as men were. invented them oh i'm sure they did too <laughs> they're like they are just crazy uncomfortable looking i can't well, imagine actually being of, in them of metal in them i mean Come on. Where do you get your corsets from? I I just have one from it's the whatever that uh like damsel and oh yeah at the con damsel yeah I have yeah. like I don't know how many of those corsets and they're amazing and I yeah. know um, two of the girls that are usually always there and um, I went and like showed up one time because I was wearing one of the girls and they're like you look amazing and I was like yeah I like drove over here and they were like you're not supposed to drive yeah, with the I corset on and I was like well hard. I did today like how yeah. the hell am I supposed to but lace I, it I up can't, when I get yeah, there I, I have to have him help me I can't yeah. I can't lace it up myself I yeah yeah I was in a, a show so I do musical theater as well and I was in a show like four years ago and I had to play this like sexy mistress and I was like, Ooh, I'm going to get this black corset. And then I had to sing and I was like, I can't take a deep breath. And I was like, I have no, I was like, I'm changing my costume. I can't fucking breathe. So my oldest is in college. That's what she did. Oh my God, it's Diva. I cosplay her too. Overwatch is the shit. She, she goes to Weber and they, she went to the costume contest for the school and she won for the whole entire school. Oh, wow. So good. That's great. She, she, she gets a, kudos from me because Diva is amazing. Uh, Instant pot. Instapot. She's excited. because It's a good college. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's... She's like, now I can have rice. That's awesome. <laughs> Diva, she gets props from me, man. Diva's my favorite character on yeah, Overwatch. She, she made she made her costume. I love so. it. Onion. <laughs> so, yours says gamer. I am not a gamer. Chris is a gamer, though. Like, what kind of gamer are you? like a console gamer or are you a computer gamer are you console both? console console i currently have an xbox that was a gift from some really amazing friends of mine i have a playstation 3 a playstation 4 and a first gen playstation and a nintendo 3ds <laughs> I've got a nintendo. i have a regular nintendo yeah and yeah. a sega genesis nice. oh i love sega genesis nice. they, the problem is no they don't hook up to any tvs anymore mm-hmm. oh like the yeah. best connections those had were rca 
Mm. There aren't even RCA connections. Radio Shack anymore. doesn't even exist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if they can convert RCA. It's like you need an adapter for the adapter for the adapter. <laughs> well, how cool is it? How it's cool like, is hey, it mom, did you have... get rid of that big old TV that you had? Why would you want that? Oh, I, I don't know. Chris just wants to play yeah. this game that's like 50 years old. It's not that old. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, it's getting close, but come on. <laughs> Go to Savers. You can find like those TVs. 30. Savers. Well, it's oh, so I'm cool sure. now. They have the the NES and SNES classics, mm-hmm. the, the consoles that actually work on a normal TV now. I know it's uh, cheating, but my my ten year old, he's got the little game box QB thinger with like every game we wanted as yeah. kids. Like it's got like I had an Atari when I was a kid, and then I didn't. Classic. The new PlayStation Classic coming out has yeah. got that. Yeah, which is so exciting because they announced one of the games that. Whenever I was, when I had my first gym PlayStation, when I was like in the sixth grade, um, I played a game called Battle Arena Toshunden and nobody oh, knows that game. That so game. Good. Thank you, but nobody ever knows that game. And so when the PlayStation Classic's coming, and was I was just like, best, what? This is on here? It was this one is of the amazing. Best fighting games ever. It was so cool. And, but it's like nobody ever knew it. Like I asked so many people, and they were like, I've never heard of that. So I know, <laughs> I was like, no one knows what a TurboGrafx 16 was either, which was one of the best original handhelds. So. Well, there you go. Yeah, I don't even know that one. <laughs> yeah, I had two older brothers growing up, so I was never allowed to play. <laughs> yeah. You're just a girl. It's the girl. Yeah. So. Well, I'm, and that's just an excuse so that they get more playtime. They that's, don't want to share. Yeah. That's yeah. That so is. I'm still trying to beat Kingdom Hearts on PlayStation 2 to make up for lost time. <laughs> Those are some good She's games. She's like, what about Xbox? Hearts. I'm like, we'll, we'll get there. We will get there. Let's, uh... <laughs> Well, I'm still 20 years I get to back, play my games on. when I want to I'm play like, let me finish games. this one that I started 15 years ago. I'm not <laughs> quite done. It's like a Monopoly game. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you're dedicated because I get made fun of for my boyfriend because he's just always like, um, you always start a game and you never finish it because you jump around to other games. Yeah, I was like, you know what? This you is just true. play your game the way you want to play your game. <laughs> if your game Thank didn't you. get boring, I would stick with it. <laughs> I'm just horrible. I'm like, squirrel. Like, I'm just always like, oh, this game looks fun. Or I feel like playing this. And I always go back to Overwatch, which is what you're... Yeah, Overwatch yeah, is great. Right. Yeah. Overwatch is so fun. I can't play on consoles, though. I'm too old. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. he's a computer gamer. There you so. go. It's so hard to play on consoles once you play on a computer, though. Mm. Like it took Overwatch me a while is... to figure out, like, it's because I don't game at all. And he'll be, like, sitting there with his, like, the microphone, and I'll come down to talk to him, and he'll be talking. I'm like, you're not, you're not answering my... Oh, crap. He's... Back up the stairs. I, I also take it to the next level. I watch. So I used to be like, I don't understand how people watch people play video games on YouTube, and I fucking do it all the time on Twitch. Now he watches magic. I watch Magic the Gathering on like, Twitch. He'll like, freaking put it up on the big TV upstairs. Cat's oh, yeah. like, I'm out of here. Well, I know. I watch Magic the Gathering on my 62-inch well, TV upstairs. During the damn pauses, they just play this music over and over yeah, and really over and annoying. over again. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you, what? you have that on the big TV? But like, it's... What, what kind of age do we live in now where you know Overwatch has 140,000 viewers on Twitch for their big giant sponsored well, tournaments my, and, and like my daughter's other ex-boyfriend actually got a scholarship to the University of Utah with the for gaming e-sports. thing for esports yeah he, he's like I, I don't even the know. University of Utah has a competitive esports yeah, team so now. Overwatch he's looks some, like I'm going back to school yeah like, <laughs> it, they started last year two years ago with League of like, Legends I yeah doctor. so so <laughs> yeah so if he plays Overwatch and got a Florida scholarship to play, play video I'm games. sure there's more to it but I'm like that's okay. why I didn't finish college because I suck at video games. <laughs> Couldn't get the scholarship. So, so. that must have been my. <laughs> yep. University of Utah. If you need a diva, main. 
It should apply. I know, right? I'm going for that doctorate. I mean, how cool is that that you can now get a, a scholarship to college for playing video games? Yeah, I mean, that's it's, crazy. It's legit. Like, if you look at some of these streamers that have 40,000 plus subscribers, even at $5 a month, I mean, that's insane. The amount of money these guys make to play video games all day. I know. I just barely tried to tap into the streaming thing because I was like, I'm never going to be that person. No, that's stupid. I just want to play and it's my release and stuff. But then I was like, streaming looks pretty cool. Yeah. Mama's got well, bills. So, uh, well, and the, thing that, the thing that a lot of people don't understand about the people that, that stream games is there's so much going on and oh, to yeah. be able to one be good at the game so you're not just horrible and people don't want to watch you but also be able to interact with people that are chatting with you so you're paying attention to that plus playing the game plus dealing with all the shit behind the scenes that you have to for streaming with the cameras and the mics and the lights right. and, the, and your dog like makes that, me tired just talking about it. It's insane. It's insane. And I think it's just a great outlet for people with ADD. <laughs> right. <laughs> like there's 50 things going on. So it's like perfect for them. Who is that guy that, that plays songs at requests or whatever that you fall asleep to? Uh, yeah, it's a magic streamer, Caleb Dees. He's, uh, <laughs> I came out he, the other day and he was playing Christmas music and I'm like, shut that shit off. <laughs> that is going to be stuck in my head and I am not going to be able to sleep and, tonight. And, and the best is when people bitch about a song request that he's played. He's like, all right, I'll just keep fucking again. playing it. No, that's great. But he's who, uh, that's where I heard the beard songs from, from the, oh, yeah. from, from the beards. Yeah, if your dad doesn't have a beard, you have two moms or something <laughs> like that. That's true. And I think it's like kind of interesting that like, again, like when you're streaming, like you kind of have to have a niche if you want people to follow you and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I've been thinking, um, so I'm a part of a gamer crew. Shout out to you guys. You guys are going to know who I'm talking about. Um, we call ourselves the Guardians of the Ghetto. And uh, it's me and three other guys. Two of them are in Florida and one is in Atlanta. And we all just were just really good friends. We've all met each other in person and whatnot. And so we were like, they were going to like hop on my streaming and we all were just going to play together. And we talk about a lot of stupid shit. But it's pretty hilarious. I got it. Pizza can be your niche. You can order a different type of pizza every time. <laughs> there you go. But since you have people in every like region... The pizza is going to be different, so this you is order true. the same pizza, but from different places. I'm thinking about this very strongly. What's funny is, so my good friend <laughs> that's in the like, group. What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stick to I don't video game either, by the way. <laughs> this is like kind of how it is when I start geeking out about stuff. And Kat's just like, Kiki. <laughs> you lost me and I'm like I'm sorry cat well I'm just like nah someday I'll figure out this damn Xbox worry, controller we'll get to music oh, theater so, uh, I'm be, so bad we watch the TV through and he'll be like just hit play I'm like there's no fucking play button on this I mean, you know I, that right I can navigate like Netflix and Hulu but I tried to play um, Tomb Raider because I like I like Tomb Raider and I played it on the PS2 version and so I tried it on Xbox <laughs> nope <laughs> no, could it, not navigate. No, yeah, it got I eaten by wolves. It. Like, no. For me, because I was always a PlayStation, and just the controller from PlayStation to Xbox is totally different. different. And, like, I was, like, struggling hardcore when I went yeah. over to Xbox. Well, none of them like, have my Atari stick, so I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I think right. I need to just play Grand Theft Auto and just walk around for a minute I gotta when be honest, there aren't Jeremy. things attacking oh, oh, down, me. Down, down, left, right, left, yeah. right, right. I'm surprised you know how to use the Roku, if I'm being honest. <laughs> 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 it took a while. Well, I, 
Jess yeah, wants dance lessons before I before I ask the last question. Specifically, with you she wants a tap. I want tap dance lessons, and she yeah. wants one from Cat. But yes. it sounds like Kiki could give you dance lessons as well. I so. love we teaching both? beginner tap. Yeah, I like tap. I still I have my tap shoes. <laughs> I don't have tap. Shoes, I need like a GoFundMe though, because mine are. The tap shoes oh, are good. Mine are pretty old too, but I think they still um, got some life. So I was walking through New Orleans last month and there were two kids that like, there was a group and I was like, are they tap dancing? And they were. And it was so amazing. I was like, I have to stop and watch this. Cause Did you give them money? It. No, because I was You're way I was way far away. <laughs> You're what a dick move. Uh, I stopped and watched and I, I thought it was amazing, away. but it I'm was. like, yeah, fuck it, I'm not gonna give them any money. I bought art there. <laughs> that didn't help yeah. them. <laughs> I need new tap shoes. Mine I was I, I finally took a tap class at Millennium because I love tap, but I, I don't get to do it much anymore. And so I was like, oh intermediate advanced tap class, sweet. And then, like, five minutes into it, my tap just fell off my shoe. And I was like, uh... Soft shoe now. And normally I have crazy glue in my bag, but I didn't have that bag. So I just went down to the desk and just taped it on with, like, mailing package tape. So those are my tap shoes right now. And then a bunch of my other shoes got stolen out of my car. So, yeah. Douchebag. What are you going to fucking do with some lady's dance shoes? That's the thing that killed me is I realized that they had swiped the bags out of my trunk. And I was like, they probably just grabbed these and then opened them up and were like, what's this garbage? And then just tossed them. Meanwhile, that was like... Now your shoe Well, like years ago, yeah. my car gets broken into and, you know, they take the stereo, they take, you know, some, some bottles with some medication in them and they take a tube of like fucking fungal ointment. <laughs> like what Wait, the fuck? I'm hoping that was for like your tube or something. Yeah, no. And it was, it, I don't even think it was mine. I think it was my girlfriend's at the time. But what the fuck are you going to do <laughs> with someone's better. random tube of ointment in your car? Like, it's not better than your girlfriend well, got the I don't remember. It was like somebody had fungus. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> You're gonna be driving by Pioneer Park and someone's gonna be dancing down the streets and you'll be like, "Those are my Fuck shoes! Those are my shoes!" Oh my god! Well, they didn't fucking probably get them. They're probably from someone else. Like, they probably bought them. Yeah, just I checked the dumpster it. too. Yeah, they probably just chucked that shit once they got home. No, yeah, it was. They probably threw it in where whatever they were in and didn't look till they got. Maybe, home. maybe they're like, maybe I can hawk these. Just so you know, dance shoes are very expensive. Yeah, yes. pawn so. don't really buy into that, probably. Yeah, no, so they're probably just in the garbage somewhere. Uh, they're but, a you can only hope it. Hey, Jeremy, have you seen them at Savers? Keep an eye out at Savers. Je- Jeremy is, a, is an avid DI Savers Is everything shopper. you're wearing today Savers? No. Oh, you have You your, don't have to take your clothes off. He has his, his whole... His, He's like, the, my boxers holy, are not. No, he has his holy stone <laughs> t-shirt. Yo, but it was free. Please, I hope it was free. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy's average cost on an outfit, like he's Macklemore is his idol. <laughs> his average average outfit cost is like four dollars and fifty cents. That's right. <laughs> he's an avid saver shopper. That's what he does when he, he works from home. That's what he actually right told one of my daughters that she should go to savers for, for a prom, prom dress. dress. They got a whole like, section of prom are you dresses. Fucking kidding me. <laughs> The daughters were like, uh, yeah, no, you had her on speakerphone when I said, yeah, it. yeah. no, <laughs> forever loyal. I'm not doing it. that. No. Okay. So last question I promised for you. Your, your, your birthday <laughs> gift up there was from Savers. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't. That's a cigar box. No, the box oh, behind it. it. And, oh, that? And the, the spe- box. special thing inside. Oh yeah. Here, I'll pull this out for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, dun, 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 pass, dun. pass that around, would you, Jess? Pass that. You, you can't find that stuff anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you who've never seen this, maybe Jess will take a picture of it and make her hold it again. 
the the shit Jeremy finds. So Jeremy has found like he found one thing. So you put like yeah, like the little incense thing. in there. Uh-huh. His hand, I understand. His mouth. Yeah. I, don't, that's okay. I, I have a Actually, I have a choir doll upstairs on my headboard oh my that's God, creepy that's as it hell. Jeremy too. Also has a mouth like that. Like, <laughs> I'm seeing a theme here. Yeah, that's from Jeremy. That's from Jeremy too. Well, so Jeremy has found. So we these are typically um, uh, white elephant white elephant gifts. gifts. Uh, we have a pretty horrendous white elephant gift tradition in our Christmas party. Uh, one year, Jeremy found a taxidermied frog with a saxophone. That was nailed and to the, the board. To be clear, the taxidermist wasn't like off. Good. I mean, it was it was a good artistic sort of, but the like the saxophone is like legit nailed, nailed into its the hands. hands. Its feet are and nailed into the base. Nailed to its head. Yeah, wow. but it was a real frog that was taxidermied. Wow. Like standing up with a sombrero playing saxophone. <laughs> we kind of take racist things off the market and pass it within our within our group too. Like oh, yeah. there's like we have like a so old, take it out of the wrong hands. Oh, so <laughs> no one we were off the air when we were talking about the blackface stuff, but we actually have like an old like super found. racist tin thing that he got out of the DI or savers. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, do we do we throw this away? No, we'll just leave it in there, it. and we'll just keep it in this group of friends that like. No one's gonna ever put it up yeah, anywhere. Like it's They're it's just gonna be like we know that this is an offensive thing. <laughs> We're gonna keep it. But, I know it's you know, wrong. Know you're stuck with this offensive but it's thing, better and if you that die I tomorrow, it. yeah, because <laughs> I know it's wrong. I found things and gone up to pay for them, and I've legit had the cashier say, "Did you find that here?" <laughs> no, I brought it here, and now I want to pay <laughs> no, for I it. I, I, brought, like I brought it from home. I, like, I feel like look. Jeremy buys things so that if we die and people are going through their stuff, they're like, you racist mother What the hell do you have this for? I mean, to be fair. This it's just is, a post-it on it that says, I know. I know. I swear. I think this is meant to put on top of incense. Oh. And then the, well, no, his, his hand is solid. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Way too much about incense. You guys man. really need to see this thing. That's why, so, that's okay. why Savers is so cool. So, it's a talent. Truthfully, uh, though, it's We'll get to this question, I promise. <laughs> so for, for each of you, we'll start with we'll start with Cat. Um, okay. So you live in Utah by choice. Uh, <laughs> I oh, throw there's out a, there. that a She's only been here for a couple of years, so she might leave. St- she's going to go travel around for a while, but uh, hopefully you'll come back here. I'm coming back. <laughs> What's one thing? I got a would- dog. I got to come back <laughs> at least to get the dog. <laughs> What's one thing that you would tell someone visiting the state of Utah that they had to do before they left? That they have to do in Utah before they leave? Yeah. Um, hmm. I feel like that's hard because I feel like there's a lot of stuff in Utah that I still haven't done. You can say one of those things if you think that uh, is. Well, I don't know if they're worthwhile because I'm yeah, done. She's like, I'm going to say this and it's terrible. And- um, I mean, I think just the nature in Utah is amazing. I've, I've been down to... Um, Zion National Park. I didn't do as much of it as I would have liked because it started raining. Um, but I think just that's pretty going, safe. If it starts raining down there, you just hang out. Well, we were gonna go on. Um, what's the angels? Angels. Yeah, we were on our way up and it started raining. We're like, yeah, probably not. We're glad that you're here with us and didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, because we we're walking past and there's like, oh, a sign that says, you know, oh, eight people have died here. We're like, yeah, yeah, eight people have fallen off this specific was, ledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, because you have to, at one point, you have to, like, hang on a chain and yep. climb or I don't know. There's it's, a, there's it's a really adventure. narrow path up. The, so your your Angel's Landing is a hike that basically takes you up the side of a 2,000 or so foot cliff. So you get up to the top, and you're, like, sheer cliffside straight down. 
1,600 to 2,000 feet. Oh, hell And there's no. just a chain. <laughs> Yeah. So Kiki's they, answer will be different. Um, <laughs> but like, I also haven't been to Moab. There's a lot of hikes that I, I haven't done. Um, so I think just experiencing the mountains and nature and all of that. Um, you don't really have that in Boston. So no. Boston. And see, and you've done at least Zion. I've lived here for yes, yeah, going on six and I haven't done Zion yet. Mm-hmm. I always yeah, we, past we can it, tell though. because you call it Zion. Well, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Well, yeah. What was I giving somebody else a, a crap? I don't know. I was giving somebody else crap about how they pronounce some some weird mm-hmm. Utah thing that we like hurricane. hurricane or something. I don't know. Which is stupid, by Her- the way. Hurricane. There's a reason. It's, no, Jeremy has this reason why. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason why is better it was, be good. No, for real, it was settled by an English group from England. That's how they say hurricane. It hurricane. was an, it was an English group from the England. People just started oh calling. Well, they weren't English from. I mean, they could have been from India. So they said it with an English accent, mm-hmm. English, and then that's how people started group. saying it. Hmm. Like it's not the best answer, but at least it, it explains. So, it. so Kiki, what's your one thing that you would tell someone visiting the state that they had to do before leaving? Mm-hmm. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> For me personally, personally, um, I really just like looking at the mountains. Like I have a really, I live on the third floor of my apartment complex and I have a direct view at Mount Olympus and it's pretty great. And so I like, my favorite thing to do is to de-stress is go home, play some lo-fi hip hop, have a glass of wine and just like marvel at the, at the mountains because I think the mountains are amazing. So that's one thing. And then I would also recommend that they go to cosplay karaoke at the union because <laughs> it's pretty fun. So I, uh, in line with the, the mountain thing. So I used to work in an office on like 39th and 7th East, uh, up on the, I don't remember. Some just floor. St. Mark's hospital. So anyway, some floor, but the corner offices, the, all the offices had windows, uh, and, and, my CEO, his corner office was looking straight at the mountains, and he actually at one point had taken uh, a dry erase marker on all of his giant windows and drawn all the peaks, like just outlined the oh. mountains that he could see, labeled them, put the elevations, oh, wow. like really cool, to, cool to think about all those different peaks that you can see. You know, the average, we talked about this last week actually, the average height in the state of Utah is over 11,000 feet. Mm-hmm. And the tallest peak is like seventeen something, something. just wow. King's Peak. But wait, anyway. so how do you say it? Zion, Zion's Zion. instead of Zion, Zion. It's, just Zion. it's not Zion. It's like real lazy. Everything in Utah is real lazy. You don't say the T in mountain. Like milk. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm milk. sorry. That's not a Utah thing. No. Everyone thinks no. that not saying the T in mountain is a Utah. But it is. A, but it is. It's a lazy thing. Like by the way, you don't have an thing. accent. I know. That's pretty. Amazing. I know. That's what my parents do, though. Is that acting that, huh? that has taken the accent away? He's doing my par- my mom swears it's TV because my mom has a very strong Boston Boston accent. Um, and every once in a while, if I get really tired or if I'm home for a while, I slip into it. Even though I've never really had one, but I think being away <laughs> makes you it come back somehow. It, yeah. <laughs> Although I had one when I was really little, when I was like four. But um, but one thing that has just driven me nuts. I don't know why. I guess it's a Utah Utah thing where some people will add a T at the end of a cross and they say a crust. Yep. What the fuck? <laughs> we just make up our own words. I don't. That, well, because people would say that all the time true. in dance because they're like, okay, and your leg is going to go across. I'm like. Is that a word? You're like, like, is where, that a new position? Where yeah. did the T come from? <laughs> it's what so, your it, legs are going to look like. <laughs> like <laughs> so it's Zion. How did you say Zion. 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 
Oh my God. I'm calling it Zion. Hashtag fight me. That is crazy. <laughs> it is everywhere else. It is Call everyone else the Zion. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, where can people find you guys and, and your stuff? And not stalk you. I'm not, yeah, please don't. Um, so as far as the podcast, uh, it's the SLC Sit Down podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes, Sprecher, and Spotify. Um, and you can find our pages on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and you can also email us, slcsitdownpodcast at gmail.com. And then for our personal pages, um, you can find me at Kat Umano, C-A-T-U-M-A-N-O on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah. 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 And you can find me, Kiki Furia, that's F-U-R-I-A, on also Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchats, all the things. Can I email you about musical theater? Yeah. Yes. Also, my dog has an Instagram. Oh, I've I've been plugging that on my show. Yeah. So Instagram, he's Wilson Winston Whitaker. Yeah. So cute. Wilson Winston Whitaker. Actually, Mm -hmm. if I'm being honest, I think I fall already. (laughs) It's it's great. I feel like your cat needs one too. Then. Uh, Crow is is too much. He's well. Okay. What's what's he named after? MST3K. No, from Ruby. (laughs) It's Uncle Crow. That so the character Yang that I cosplay her uncle is crow and so it's like yang and crow chilling all the time all right. so well wilson is after wade wilson which is deadpool so mm-hmm. yeah gotta us nerds gotta yeah we gotta, gotta pull our, in the our, fandoms our cat's name is scarlet she's double named so she's named for scarlet witch and scarlet johansson there you go and then boone nice. for is damon um, boone well, is Damon Boone because she's he's named after uh, Ian Summerholder. Yes, who is like an amazing person. I don't know if you know that much about him. He's Boone in Lost, mm-hmm. and he's also in uh, Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Anyway, he's like a UN rep. Him and his wife are like UN representatives or something. He's Whoa. like super into animals. To, to be fair, them. our daughter is like totally in love with him, but she was not, also not she was also like thirteen when Vampire Diaries what is it, was at its peak. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that should explain some stuff. Anyway. So he's he's like double. They're they're geek named too. So I love it when I see geek because like Carrie's dogs are uh, yes Hudson and yeah Ripley. Hudson and Ripley and I was just like oh aliens too. God damn it, I love it. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the day when my dog surpasses me in Instagram followers. Like even in the first week, I was like oh no. <laughs> uh oh, that's what people want to see. They want to see it. Well, I'll just put Crow on my streaming, so he'll still be a part of stuff. Oh yeah, so find me too on Xbox and PlayStation if you want to game with me. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having us. Okay. Last thing we're going to talk about. Thanks again to, to Kat and Kiki for joining us. Um, but we, uh, we got featured in a little magazine locally, uh, that's out this week. Um, it's, it's, uh, this publication called city weekly. Um, kind of cool for us. So we're in their best of issue. Um, and if you have listened to the show for the last few years, last two years, um, we dedicate a couple episodes a year to this particular issue of City Weekly. Because we're a podcast all about Utah and because of how much we love Utah, uh, we like to talk about the best things in Utah. And City Weekly devotes a lot of resources to uh, both doing viewer or, or reader uh, voted uh, best ofs as well as editorial picks. Yeah, they do their staff picks and then they do their voted picks. Yeah, so we usually devote a, a, an episode to each uh, or we'll break it up a little differently where we talk about you know restaurants because that's such a huge section uh, and then everything else. Um, and we'll, we'll do those sometime here in the next 
you know month or so. Um, but well, we got featured. Edit, uh, one of the editors, uh, the, editor. the editor, the editor, Enrique Limon, contacted us like a month ago and said, "Hey, can I get a picture of you?" And guys? we were all kind of like, "Okay." Like, we well, know. he well he said he was going to do a feature on Utah podcast, so um, I sent him a photo. I did. I took one that Bree took, and then our character picture. And I was just like. Pick whichever one you want. And and uh, apparently he was featuring us as his pick for the best best of podcast. <laughs> well, and, and, and was, as we started, like this was an episode that we, we sat down and decided a couple years ago, we really ought to do this. Like this is like, even though it's, but it's super fun, yeah, even though it's basically plagiarism because we're just taking <laughs> all their content and, and we are making our own content based off of it, but they do a lot of the reading and the research. Uh, and, and they of course do the polls and they've got the readership to kind of complete those. But we also talk about going out and voting for the best ofs. Um, but we decided that's this is really something we ought to do. And they picked up on it the first year. Uh, and then again, last year, uh, and I'm sure they'll, they'll, uh, check it out this year as well. So, so. so I sent him an email tonight and I was like, are you kidding us? We're flipping elated uh, that you found our podcast and decided to put us in your editor picks um, and that we're honored. And then I asked about getting about the tickets for the event because they have a big party on Thursday night, which you can buy tickets to. It's 50 bucks. Just go to City Weekly and there's links to it. Um, and he was like, I was wondering when you guys would catch wind. <laughs> like I, I seriously just thought, because there are a lot of Utah podcasts. And so, and I knew best of was coming up, but I just figured it would be in, in a feature after. <laughs> so when we got, when I got the email on Friday night from Jen, uh, over at Mount West cider, it was, it was pretty awesome. So. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Thanks, City Weekly, and thanks, Enrique, for uh, uh, for thinking of us. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we'll I, get him on the show for sure. Yeah, we're 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 famous. We're, City <laughs> we're famous. famous. Yes. Utah famous. I just think it's funny that it's for best of because we always talk that we don't do best of episodes. So it just made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> Correct, because we don't best of like this we don't we don't like, do a clip show, but we no, do best of Utah. We do best of sure. Utah because it's just really fun to go through and. I mean, even the excerpts, like the what he wrote about us, was just really funny. I don't know if it's any really of you wanna, sweet and charming. Yeah, want to read it? So pick up this week's issue of City Weekly. Um, it is actually one of their most popular issues. Um, it's also one of their biggest issues. It's like twice. And keep the size it in your car. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we do our show. But keep it in your car. Yeah, it's 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 always a fun issue to read. There's tons of content. They put a lot of time and effort into this issue. They they write, they interview, they they actually find out about these places that people vote out, uh, vote out, vote in uh, as as the best of Utah. So, and I, I just want to say it's cool to be voted by the people, but the fact that he took note of us and wrote his own feature, it, it just really, it even, means a lot. Oh even yeah. Even though we swear a fuckload in the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that's not a big well, deal. Well, Geek Show usually wins the best podcast and they swear a lot. So yeah. I don't think that that precludes it's you true. from I think they're, I think they're like permanently not getting awards though for that. I don't know. <laughs> Because they won like every haven't year. had a chance to look through it yet. So uh, I haven't either. I just got it. Just just bought us our copies today. So, um, but anyway, um, 
So thanks for that, guys. And I think that's going to do it for the show tonight. So if you want to follow us uh, at the New Utah Podcast or at TNU Podcast. Wow, I'm just making shit up now. It's at TNU Podcast <laughs> on Twitter. The New uh, Podcast. The New Utah.com. Uh, also, uh, The New Utah Podcast on Instagram. Um, just TNU Podcast. TNU yeah. Podcast. I don't know what our handles are. You got I it. Know. They're on my tweet deck. So occasionally I open it and do stuff um, <laughs> when there's not a soccer game on. <laughs> If you follow my Twitter, you know that I follow soccer and occasionally something pisses me off enough to post a tweet about it. That's about it. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for, for joining us. Uh, you're a poor American if you didn't vote uh, or a <laughs> shitty American, I guess. Uh, you could be rich. You're just shitty. Um, but uh, go check your vote. Go make sure your vote was counted. My vote was counted. Uh,